I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, hello, and welcome to the Come Along Pond podcast. The intro sounds weird, it sounds fresh, it sounds different. That's because we are so, so excited to talk about Torchwood in person, together. We were so flummoxed by being sat at opposite sides of the room to each other, even though I'd already been in Daniel's house for about five hours at that point, that we forgot to do an intro. We were just, we literally, because obviously we always do this podcast remotely, and... Elliot had come down to my house for some birthday celebrations and we thought, why don't we record the Tortured episode together? That'll be fun. And we were so excited that we just forgot to do the intro. It's amazing. Literally just sit and are like, look, it's you, without even remembering to promote the literal podcast that we're talking about. Yeah, the actual thing that we were talking for. Insane. Um... So, so we're literally just recording a quick off-the-cuff intro to tell you what the podcast is, to explain that we're talking about Series 1 Torchwood, which I feel like we do explain, but also, just as a heads up, talking about just Series 1, one bumper-length episode, we're not going to break down episode by episode, because that's too much content, Yeah, uh, and you can keep your ears out next week for Series 2 of Doctor Who as well. Listen to your massive Torchwood episode, then just come relax while we talk about Christmas. It'll be great fun. It's going to be great. And we have to apologise if you can hear a literal... Formula One race happening outside Dumbledore's window. It's just cars and stuff moving. They should be pretty inaudible, but if you hear the occasional car background noise, uh, what are you going to do? Sue us? If you, if you get so angry by it that you decide to stop listening, don't stop listening, but send us money and then we can buy better professional recording gear. Exactly. And you won't have to hear cars anymore. If it, if, it, if, it, if it upsets you that much, send us money to make this podcast better. It's not that deep. It's not that deep and you're not that important. Oh, no, we love our listeners. We love you guys. <laughs> But on that note, without further ado, Torchwood, 
series one. Let's get into it. Are you ready? You gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. It's you. It's you. In person. We're guys, we are recording in person. For the first time ever. Ever. You're sitting all the way across the room right now and it's really weird. Yeah, it's because like I'm seeing you through a computer screen. It is a yeah. little bit like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It is strange. We're sitting in my second bedroom. <laughs> Elliot is sitting opposite side of the room to me, and we are sitting on the floor because I don't have enough chairs. It's just been very exciting, isn't it? It is very, it is very exciting. Like the energy needs to be up today. Yes. You know, I'm tired. We're, we're both very tired. Very tired. Very long day of travelling to come see you. Yeah. But we're doing it. I'm here. I'm ready. We're ready. Yeah. So today we are talking about the first series of Tortured as a whole. So obviously, on the pod, we usually talk about. Each episode of Doctor Who or New Who, something with New Who at the moment, just finished series one. Exciting. Just finished. Just finished. Um, and what we were going to do was do each episode of Tortured, but we just felt that it was just... We have so much Doctor Who to get through. We're not just going to talk about New Who. We are starting with New Who because that's what we're most familiar with, but we are going to start talking about the classic series as well. And God knows that's going to take ages. Um <laughs> So we decided with Torchwood, Sarah Jane Adventures, Class, we were going to just talk about each series of that show or Doctor Who spin-off, whatever. Yeah. Each series is going to get an episode. And if there's an episode that we really like or anything further down the line, we can do special episodes. But for now, it's so much easier to do one very long record yeah. about a whole series. And I think it's just going to be more beneficial for everyone involved. Yeah, because then you don't have to spend 13 weeks... Not being able to hear our thoughts on love monsters, but <laughs> listening to us talk about uh, sex gas monsters. Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? I love it. <laughs> love and sex gas monsters. Love and sex gas monsters. Um, so I think we should just get into it. I mean, there's no news this week anyway. Yeah, none that we're aware of. But also, if there was, then this would be a mammoth of a record because we have a lot to talk about, guys. Yeah, I'm almost very glad there is nothing to talk about. Yeah. Other than torture. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, with that, let's go. You've got to be ready. You've got to be ready. So, oh, it got really silent all of a sudden, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it got really silent. It's because the universe knows you're going to ask a very important question. And that question is, Elliot, Cal, Sugar, Babe, Sweetheart, <laughs> <laughs> what... Did you think of Tortured? Because if you don't know, dear listener, if you've not been listening to the podcast at all and this is your first time, go back and listen. We're, we're quite good. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah. We're right, aren't we? We do all right, yeah. We do all right. And what we spoke about many times before is how I love Torchwood and Elliot has never really watched it properly. Have you? Uh, no, before this, before I set the task of watching it by you, um, I had seen the first four episodes yeah. and even then that was after a very long time of knowing you yeah. and you telling me to watch Torchwood 
Yeah. Uh, I just... I didn't give up for any particular reason. I just didn't carry on watching them. Yeah. Because uh, I'm bad with TV. Fair. But I knew I had to watch 13 episodes before <laughs> today. So I yeah. smashed it, I smashed it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Because I really liked Torchwood. I'm really, I'm really glad you liked it. We try not to talk about it too much before the record. It's been really hard because I've been really enjoying it and I yeah. want to talk about it. Um, I think it was really helpful after uh, after getting through the episodes that I'd already seen where I kind of had an opinion on them already. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like uh, distancing it from Doctor Who in my head because it is remarkably not interested really Doctor Who. Which is what I love about it. Which is, yeah, which is great because it feels so much like its own thing and it's so unique. Uh, but I think when I first watched it, I was mostly going in for Doctor Who references and yeah. things that I recognised. And actually, most of the Doctor Who references, if they're ever in there, they're always the ones that feel a bit sort of weaker. Yeah. To me, they're a bit less interesting. I'd say the biggest references to Doctor Who is when Jack talks about the Doctor here and there, mm. and then obviously in the finale of Series 1, you get the TARDIS arriving in Cardiff. We don't even see the Doctor, which I think is really clever. Yeah. Um, but then obviously in Series 2, I'm not sure if you know who comes into the series. A guest from Doctor Who comes in. Do you know who it is? Is it Martha? Yeah. Yeah. Martha comes in. So yeah. I haven't seen... Spoiler God, sorry. Yeah, it's a massive spoiler warning. Yeah. No, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that, but I was kind of aware that she it's was great. Yeah. But I'm so glad you liked Torchwood, though. That's really made me happy. I'm glad. No, I'm glad I liked it because I I wasn't sure. And also, checking the IMDb and other things. I don't. I don't. IMDb is not gospel. No. I don't really care for it. But the ratings are always sort of mid. I was like, so mid. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not actually that good, and it is really good. You just have to yeah. watch it as its own little. Camp science fiction show. Well, this is the thing because I feel like we're quite our opinions are quite unique in Doctor Who anyway, mm-hmm. and that's why I've, we wanted to start the podcast because one, obviously, really fun, but yeah. also we we appreciate we like having a good time. I feel like yeah, that's why I mean, like again, spoiler, but like Love and Monsters, we actually really enjoy that episode because it's having fun. We love having fun. Yeah. Genuinely, like, yes, there are flaws in there, like with Torchwood, which we'll get onto. But overall, I had a whale of a time. I rewatched Series 1, which I've done many times, obviously, because I love it. I rewatched Series 1 for this in, like, two days, three days. Because it it's so bingeable. So watchable. So I know that... I know that the series isn't written by Russell, other than the first episode, but it has that grounded relationships and real characters and things which just yeah make it feel uh, so much more mature yeah to the point where you don't necessarily always need the blood and the swearing and the, yeah. and the sex you know like but but it's fine we'll, we'll get onto that i'm sure but that yeah makes it feel so much more sort of relatable for yeah an adult viewer mm-hmm. rather than i don't know i can't think of a comparative science fiction show but yeah one of the many Star Trek reboots that he seems to do all the time. Yeah. Yeah, they're not made for kids, but, like, as an adult, they're just kind of flat. Yeah. And uninteresting. This is interesting. It takes a lot of points from Doctor Who and actually ground it in a really dark reality. Like, I feel like in Doctor Who sometimes, as much as we love it, obviously, 
sometimes the stakes don't exist. The stakes are non-existent. And I feel like with Torchwood, they're always there. Like, someone could just die, and you don't... Act- from the main cast, and you don't actually know who it would be at what time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially because episode one does... Exactly that. Do exactly that, yeah. Yeah. Like, now that you've said that, actually, let's just get into our mini-episode reviews. I think we should. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about each episode, do like a little mini review of each episode as we go along in order. And then at the end, we're going to talk about our favourite episode, our least favourite episode, our favourite character, our least favourite character, and then do a ranking of the episodes. So it'll be back and forth. You say one, I say one, I say one, you say one, whatever. That kind of like we did in the last episode for Parting of the Ways. So yeah, yeah. we give the series a little overall score. Exactly. Episode one, everything changes. It's really good. I really like it. I really like everything changes. Eve Miles, man. She's great. I really, I really like, I really like her character progression through the whole series. Yeah. Uh, but I especially really like her character in episode one. She's just a great main character. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there's so much. Uh, again, um, I feel like I don't, I don't want to compare it all the time. Talk about Doctor Who. Mm. But, you know, it's always sort of fish out of water. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. And I like that, but, uh, you know, whilst I'm not saying that she understands alien tech... She's, she's kind of in that world of, more, like... She's more capable yeah. than other companions and different things. And it's 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 very refreshing. It's so refreshing. Yeah. Like, she's not... She is weirded out, obviously, because she looks over the edge and she sees someone's literally been brought back to life. That's weird. Mm. But then, at the same time, she's not, like... You're not disgusted by it. No. But she's interested. Well, I mean, even, like, when she sees the weevil in that building, in that hospital, mm. and she goes up to it, and she's, like, in police mode, she's like, what are you doing here? What's going on? Yeah. And everyone is like, oh, my God, it's an alien. Stop. No, you're going to die. No. And then, and then that caretaker guy comes, and his head, his like, neck gets bitten off. Yeah. I actually, so I did watch a few clips when I was younger of Torchwood, so this is, like, during when Doctor Who was on, so I was a child, um, and I wasn't allowed to watch Torchwood. Um, you and I, don't we? No, no. Uh, it's just too gory. It's just too gory. For, it's just too gory for children. It just yeah. is. I mean, I understand. But yeah, at the time being a kid, in series two ending, we'd be very sad. And then there being a trailer yeah. for Torchwood, we'd be very excited. And then we told I wasn't allowed to watch it because it had swearing and blood. And, and sex. And sex. And it was too too mature for me. All the fun things. Yeah. yeah. It's very sad. But I will say that I actually do think this show is genuinely, for people like 15 and up, I wouldn't say 12, I think that's too young. Mm. Genuinely, I think yeah, it's still very, way too young. It's always very intense. Yeah, I'd say fifteen and up, definitely. Yeah. Maybe even sixteen, mm. to be fair. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I watched a clip when I was too young, and it was of that, and it scarred me for life. Mm. Literally, that it just so much blood. It's very gory, very well done, but very gory, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a horrible way to kill a character. Really gross. I really like that scene. That scene should be really tense. The only thing uh, I don't particularly like about that scene mm. is. Um, I, I like the caretaker character is really fun. Yeah, he's very funny and quite charming. But there's a point where I would stop believing that he'd think that that, that it was a mask. Yeah, I, I know you have to rationalise it in your head, but I don't know. It feels a bit like have you seen the hands? Yeah, and the teeth. Like that's, that's not, not a guy a in a mask. Yeah. yeah, that's not a guy that's on a mask. That's an alien. And the thing is, I wanted to ask you about this. Because I find this quite curious, actually. So, when it comes to the world of Doctor Who that we're in, which is all the same world, torture's in the same world as Doctor Who, all this stuff that's happened, 
at this point, which is like the star in the sky with the uh, the Ragnos and stuff, um, and all of that, and the army of ghosts and all the other alien aliens have come to Earth. Why do people still act it's like this is just something that's not happened before? I feel like you know what I mean. Like Eve Mars's character is so shocked at the alien thing, and it's like okay, but what? Yeah, I feel like it's something. I'm not, not not saying this is a joke. I promise, I'm being serious. Mm. It's like something that Love Monsters does actually genuinely tackle. <laughs> yeah. Because there is that... The Linda group, yeah. Yeah, because everyone is like, yeah, all of these things are happening. The spaceship crashes through Big Ben. Yeah. You know, there's like Cybermen in the streets. Yeah. But no one... No one's saying anything. Not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they do... I, I'm not going to be able to remember specifically because I haven't made a note of it uh, because... Yeah, it's still it's still the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to say true to myself. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've not got any specific quotes in mind, but I feel like it's there. People reference, yeah, like the army of ghosts or yeah. Or do they? No. Oh no, the Cyberwoman episode. Yeah, yeah. Which is obviously is all about the yeah. Do, do it's all say, about the Canary War. Yeah, and there must be a reference to. I just love. Sorry, just side note. I love. The Battle of Canary Wharf. That's quite epic. That's a really cool. Yeah, it's a really the good. The Battle thing. of Canary Wharf. That's supposed to two thousand and five. There's probably in the world. There's probably like a memorial there or something. Mm. That's yeah. insane, isn't it? Um, another thing I want to bring up about this episode that I really found funny was the pregnancy thing. Jack being pregnant. There was a comment about Jack being pregnant one time. Mm. And I was like, ah, we're bringing it back to end of the world. Yeah. Not end of the world. No, uh, the the long game. The long okay. long. Long game. Longest game. Ever yeah. to exist. Um, where they mentioned the face of Bo being pregnant. Yes. So, I, had, I hadn't actually spotted. But then that's that. in Jack's future. So how on earth maybe does Jack, that Maybe work? Jack can just get pregnant. Do you know what, Jack? If anyone can get pregnant, it'd be Jack. We've yeah. said this before. So whether, so whether he's Jack as we think of him or he's just a giant sentient head in a tank. Yeah. Jack can get pregnant. Jack can get pregnant. Yeah. As he should. Two things I had a problem with in this episode. One of them actually kind of happens throughout the series and it stops later on, which I'm really thankful for. People just stand on buildings for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. It's really dramatic. But, and also, that's a mannequin. That is actually a mannequin standing on Cardiff... Well, no, what is it? In the bay, the big building with the Welsh letters on it. You know what I'm talking about? The iconic. Yeah, yeah. That thing. He's standing on top of that thing. I should know what that is. Yeah. Um, and he's just really sassy position with his hands on his waist and it's like that's a mannequin for no reason there's no reason what is the point no do you know what it's that Cardi B thing where it's like what is the reason what is the reason (laughs) it's like I know sometimes you just gotta hero pose and look cool yeah but also don't it's a bit odd I'm standing on top of a car park roof looking down like stop being so broody Jack or whoever it is you know what I mean over Cardiff like it's yeah. just stupid. Instead, just sit in front of the water tower. I like that. I like those scenes because also the light there is actually quite cinematic and lovely. Um, yeah. Like one of my favourite, which we'll get to, is the episode. Uh, is it? What's it called? Yeah. Greeks bearing gifts. When Tosh and Jack have that lovely conversation. Oh, Tosh. Anyway. Um, I mean, yeah. There's a reason why the confrontation at the end of this episode happens in front of that water tower. Exactly. Um, that's a good thing. Back to the other bad thing. Um, when one thing I did like, but it led to the bad thing, was 
the each of the characters, each of the members of Torture are taking something home from the hub, which they're not supposed to. Mm. Uh, and then Owen, the one, the, the, the problem I have is Owen with the aftershave mm. thing. Consent is a thing. Yeah. That is just murky as hell. That is just problematic as hell. Kind of sets Owen's character up quite well, though. It does, because Owen's a problematic guy. But I do know what you mean. It's, uh, yeah. it's uncomfortable. Because it's like, you're literally just taking consent away, and it's yeah. really uncomfortable. I remember watching it back in the day as well, I thought, that's weird. Yeah. It's yeah. not funny. It's definitely from that time period where... Consent was a murky thing, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, Which and it you're also meant to watch it as a man and be like, you know, bloody wish I had that. I'm sure a lot of people stupid probably are as well, yeah. because people suck. Yeah. But I know what you mean. It It's just weird, isn't it? It is weird. Um, also, you know, Owen being a bi king, we love that. Yeah, he doesn't care. Doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, bloke comes over to get yeah, away like, from his then. girlfriends and she's so like, yeah, right, we'll just go sleep together then as well, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. I love that. Um, None of Tortured Australia. No one in Tortured Australia, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. if you had to say who was on the spectrum of gay... Who is the, who are the straightest? Probably Gwen is the straightest. Yeah, yeah. But even then, is she? I mean, doesn't um, doesn't she kiss a woman next episode? Oh god, let's not go there yet. I'm not ready. But she does, right? But she does. She does. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like she. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I feel like she's almost like she was like she was like demisexual. Yeah. Where? Yeah. She, she's not necessarily straight, but she just she loves. Reese, so she's with Reese. Reese, yeah. Whereas if she had those feelings about a woman, she's... she would be with a woman, yeah. yeah. Literally, but that's what I also love about the show that no one is straight on this show. No. Um, even if they have straight tendencies, it's, like, it just, it's a wonderful exploration of gender and yeah. sexuality, everything. Obviously, it does have some faults, do not get me wrong, but like for the time yeah. and what it meant to me watching it when I did when I was a teenager, it really meant a lot to me. Mm. Um, but we'll get there. Um, one thing I, will want, I do want to talk about is obviously this episode is obviously an intro to the whole world of Torchwood, The Hub. Let's discuss The Hub because I love it. What do you think? The design? What's your thoughts? I mean, the idea of where it is yes. is genius. Because the rift, right? Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, because of the rift and just the... That is... That was always... That was an iconic Cardiff landmark. Yeah. And to almost be able to re... Uh, to, to take something and make it more iconic because of something else is just... I don't know, it's just really uh, amazing and it's yeah. just such a clever idea and the iconography is really nice. Um, you know, it's a shame they don't take the the entrance and exit there more often. Uh, Agreed, yeah. I love it. And, yeah. Uh, it's very clever. I... The the actual like actual interior of the torture hub, fine. Oh, you're not that fast. Like, it's okay. It's got like kind of underground like tube station. But that's what I love about it. Precisely, of... it's the tube station vibe I love about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's cool. It's a it's a cool design, but I don't like love it. I feel like the inside of the hub for me is sometimes let down by too much reliance on CGI to fill it in. Oh, the pterodactyl. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Like, I hate the pterodactyl. I any, think it's stupid. Any shot uh, that's above where the studio lights have to go and it's just... It's CGI. CGI. Agreed. And, like, I understand why, but it just... It does ruin it a little bit. Yeah, like... 
You've got this really intricately well-designed lower half. Yeah. That looks really That's what nice, I mean, yeah. Has this wonderful attention to detail. But you agree yeah. that the lower half is, like, great? Yeah, well, so I might not necessarily personally... It's organised mess. ...be saying, like, oh, you know, like, I love this design, but it was objectively... Yeah. ...really well-designed. I just think the hub is organised mess, like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, it is objectively well put together, and also it looks like a space that... That people work in. People have been working in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm glad you agree on that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, but it's not, it's, like, it's not like I dislike it. It's just one of those things I feel like it's always going to be subjective. I think everybody has their own favourite charges, interiors and stuff. It's just... Yeah, which we disagree on. Which we do disagree on, yeah. God, we disagree on. Um, series 7 TARDIS is the best one. It's ugly. It's not ugly. Ugly, underlit, cramped. It's blue and I love it. Another thing that um, I found really silly, actually. There's a lot of... Things I've told you, there are a lot of silly things where you're like, come on, really? Um, I... Why would you give the pizza place your name? Yeah... Would you not just give, not even give Yanto, give like John, not John Smith, no, we've, that's been done. Um, yeah, give, I know what you mean though. Like Yian or something, is that a Welsh name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Yian Jones, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Do you know of, what I mean? Instead of Torchwood. Like actual Torchwood. Yeah. Even having Yanto would be better than putting yeah. Torchwood. Secret organisation beyond the law. Outside yeah. the government. Beyond the police. Beyond the police. But put it down But we're going to put it down yeah. for pizza, yeah. It's just silly. <laughs> and then another thing, which I feel like is a really good point to end on for this episode, is that I think, um, obviously you guys don't really know what we look like. We're, we're going to post a photo together, so they'll know. Um, but I think what dawned on me was that um, Eve Miles was my fringe inspiration. I've had a fringe for years. I will never be without one, and I think she's the reason for it. I like seeing detective work from Gwen. She has to go out and find things, and she does, and she's very well. It's not Rose, like, Googling Doctor. Yeah, God. Sorry, or Searchwise, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Doctor. It's just... It just comes up. Doctor Blue Box, you know, yeah. like, she has to go out and hit the streets because she's a police officer. Exactly. Yeah. I just I think having the main character be already within the kind of governmenty detective policey side, I think that's really great. Because it's not just hiring someone because she's interesting. It's like no, she actually has skills that we need. Episode two, day one. Lord <laughs> Lord yeah. Lord. No, 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 uh. no. No, I want compensation for the time I spent watching that episode. I think it was such a mistake. Obviously, even Russell, I think I've had an interview with Russell where he was like, we had to have an episode with a sex monster. Like, you're doing adult doctor, you have to do it. And I'm like, no, you don't, Russell. Because that was just awful. Thing no. is, sex monsters, interesting idea. Can be done really well. Watch it, it follows. Some really horrible scenes. Yeah, 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 there you go, yeah. That have interesting things Just to say watch that film. about sex and consent, and yeah. even has weird things to say about like incest and yeah, very very interesting movie. This is just an excuse to have a young girl have sex, have sex on camera. I'm surprised she wasn't fully nude. To be fair, yeah, at all. One of the worst bits of television I've seen. Like it's not even just the sex thing. It's like that scene with Gwen and Jack in the shooting bit. That is in episode two, isn't it? I believe. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. Even if it isn't, let's talk about it. What was that? 
this this episode really does feel like quite a backpedal on Gwen's character. It really is. She loses a lot of agency. Mm-hmm. She loses a lot of confidence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like the fact that the whole episode's out because she like throws a trowel into a yeah asteroid. Yeah. It's like the thing is, speak to me on this. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of episode order, I do think some of these episodes were ordered very strangely. Like, if you ask me, the natural progression after this would have been Ghost Machine. So I feel like having Ghost Machine as the second episode would have made more sense for me personally. I don't know. Um, and then having... Because I know why they've done it. It's yeah. Because they're like, this is adult Doctor Who. We need to get people hooked in straight away. Nah, you're sending them in the other direction, babe. This is fucked. <laughs> I, yeah, for my least favorite part of the episode, and there, was, there were many. Yeah. Like, start to This finish. episode is a fucking mess. But it's the fucking... It's the nightclub manager... Ugh. Wanking over the oh, don't. so nasty. It's gross. Like two people having sex in a nightclub toilet is already gross enough. Yeah, and the sex gas monster is already gross enough. Like even if you wanted to, like, because they they need the footage. I get it, but like, I don't. Know, you you get the idea from being sleazy if you just hit record yeah. or something, and you'd sort of go like, oh, he's like a sleazy nightclub manager who's gonna record like patrons having sex. You know, even like, are you doing coke as well? Yeah. It's like, it's just... Fire the man. It's Fire. so horrible. It's, it's just so like, you know, like, I don't know, I mean, I know I know that it's meant to be, you're not meant to be watching that scene, finding it anything... It's gratuitous and it's than, gross. But like, yeah, I just, it's so horrible. There was actually one good element of the episode that I really liked. It's introducing the idea that they don't actually know who Jack is and that mm. throughout the series, us as an audience, along with the members of Torchwood, are trying to figure out who Jack is. Yeah. That's something I really like that they introduced, because obviously they're having their lunch or takeaway or whatever. They have, I don't remember. And then they go, so what did Jack tell you then? And then Gwen's like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you're supposed to be our inside person. Like, you need to kind of get, did he say anything new? Because we don't really know much about him. And it's like, oh. Yeah. You thought they'd be quite tight-knit, but they don't actually know the fact that he's immortal, except Gwen only knows, because obviously what happens at the end of series... At the end of series one? End of episode episode one. Yeah. Um, I'm also reserving my thoughts on the end of episode one for later on in They Keep Killing Susie, which is later on, because we're going to touch on that. Yeah. And we don't want to keep repeating the points. So, yeah, I mean, just a quick thing. I did love the end of episode one. That was amazing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and the series does some really interesting things with Jack... You know, it, I mean, because doesn't he? He lives there. He does live there, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't sleep. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Because I mean, why would you? Why would you when you've got that much to do? Um, but I just I think that was a really good thing to start exploring in episode two. Yeah. But then obviously it all gets overshadowed by the absolute outrageous sex nonsense. And even I get it, you know, queer rights, whatever, gay rights, we love that. But even Gwen kissing the woman in the thing it's yeah. just annoying because isn't it that also that everyone's kind of turned on by it so it's like mm. uh, Owen's obviously turned on by it yeah. Jack is turned on by it and I think Tosh is well, they all watch it and they go oh we should actually go and okay we'll go get them now okay yeah. fine <laughs> so I guess that's kind of funny if it was just like Owen and Jack I'd be like yeah but because it's Tosh it's... and like everyone is involved and yeah. they're like we're, we're adult Doctor Who this whole episode the catchphrase for this episode 
on the poster, if there was a poster, is we're adult Doctor Who. We take risks. This ain't your granddaddy's Doctor Who. This is for adults. Yeah. So episode three, Ghost Machine. I really love this episode. It's a good episode. It's bloody good. It's it bloody yeah. good. I... Do you know what makes this episode for me? First of all, it's a really unique idea. Mm. It doesn't sound like it would be, but I think it actually genuinely is quite a unique idea. What gets me about this episode is everything that rolls around Owen. Owen and then Ed Morgan. Mm. You're a bad one, Ed Morgan. You're a bad one. Um, I don't know, just every, everything. Every, I think it's... Do you know what it is? It's scary. It actually... I can't watch it on my own. It's so scary. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's, again, something that this can do now that it's adult yeah. Doctor Who is... It's actually... It actually do really quite scary things and it doesn't need to be monsters for you time I just over from it. It can yeah, just be yeah, really yeah. horrible, sinister, real people. Yeah, and what I find funny is obviously in series one of Doctor Who, the third episode was about ghosts and now this one's also about ghosts, which I mm. find fun. Like, yeah, the stuff around Owen's the most dark thing, like with Ed Morgan, like that is mm. really dark stuff like you know when they're in the tunnel oh it's horrible yeah. I mean like, even at the start when I love it you know I love an episode of any show especially Doctor Who and stuff like that when it starts off with action and they're chasing something yeah. and they're chasing things around Cardiff and then she grabs that little ghost machine off of like is it his name Sean I don't remember um, the guy from um, that Edgar Wright movie what was it Oh, is it Hot Fuzz? Yeah, Hot Fuzz, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what he's kind of known for now. He's been, he's been typecast so severely, bless him. Um, but yeah, so she grabs the machine off of him. They're running, she grabs the machine off him, and then suddenly she gets that apparition of, like, well, the memory coming through, the ghost, whatever, of the little boy coming out during wartime, and he's lost. And then they go and visit him, don't they, to prove yeah. this. I think that's lovely. That's also cute old men. I love old men. Yeah, yeah, he's very sweet. He's a good actor as well. It's a very sweet yeah. little scene. Yeah, and then it kind of all starts a bit innocent, a bit mysterious, and then it goes dark with the Ed Morgan thing when Owen does it, and then you see he, um, you know, he's alive and he assaults somebody. Yeah. Um, actually, I will just put it in now. We are going to probably from this point forward mention some things about like sexual assault, yeah, sexual violence. Yeah stuff like that we probably should have put it at the start but it's, the first two episodes don't really do that it's more from this point onward so yeah just true warning for that kind of thing if you're sensitive to that stuff obviously Owen's in the tunnel and he sees you know we see Lizzie the girl get raped and murdered by Ed and that's just yeah. horrible um, really really horrible even though the acting isn't that great in the flashback, it's still really, really eerie and horrible, mm. like that location. And and I like I like the simple trick of just kind of downing the saturation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I'm, it I'm a sucker for that. You know, a bit, bit of sound design, downing the saturation, and you've got yourself a past. Absolutely. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I um, want to say one thing that has actually stuck with me since from this episode since I was a young teenager... Um, something that Jack says in the episode to this day I still think about it a few times because you know because like I said I'm a wuss we all know this on the podcast if you've listened to the podcast I'm very I get scared very easily Um, and what has stuck with me is a quote about Jack that Jack says and I think it's actually really really 
cool. It's kind of like the blink effect, where like now when you look at a statue, you're always going to think, don't blink. Like, it's really clever what Stephen Moffat did with that. Um, uh, Jack was like, you know when you're in a room and you feel like there's someone there, or you feel like something's watching you, it's because there is. Mm. Oh, my God. To this day, I still get that feeling where I'm like, I feel like someone's in the room. And then I get that quote of Jack, genuinely, not even joking, that quote of Jack in my head going... It's because there is one. There's a ghost watching you down there. Yeah, not always nice ones either. No. Mm. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that's really clever. No, yeah, that. yeah. It's it's making Monday is terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, I do like this one. Um, I do like the chase at the start. I like, yes. the, I like that Gwen rolls under the shutter. Oh, so cool! And then I love, I love, I like, I like, I like Angry Jack. I love Angry Jack. So like he just, does get too angry sometimes. Just punching the shutter, being like, get it open. Yeah. It's great. I like you. He... I mean, okay, now you've said it, uh-huh. I do sometimes think Angry Jack gets really irritating. Like, sometimes it's like, why are you yeah. shutting again? Shut up. Yeah, like, they, they definitely overplay it. I like, I like Angry Jack when it's not serious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, him getting angry and telling that guy to open the shutter is, you know... It's like angry, but like more kind of like feisty rather than just straight up anger. Yeah, there's one every time I talk about Shouty Jack. I think of one thing he says in series two, and he's like, "I let go of his hand," and you won't know what that means until you watch series two. <laughs> and if you know, guys, you know. Oh god, it's funny. I can, I can pitch the way he says it. Yeah. I don't know. It's the way he says it. Yeah, yeah, he has a very odd cadence when chatting. Sometimes. He does. Well, it's probably because he's originally Welsh, right? Mm. Is it Welsh or is it Scottish? No, he's originally Scottish. John Barrowman's Scottish because when he goes onto Lorraine, he speaks Scottish because Lorraine influences how he speaks. And then Twitter goes crazy going, "Why is John Barrowman speaking in a Scottish accent?" It's like because he's from Scotland, and when he is Lorraine speaker, he gets influenced and he starts speaking Scottish. It's very funny. I, I do like I do like this episode. Uh, for me, say it, please say it. For me. For me. Uh, <laughs> for me. For me. You know you say things so many times it starts to sound weird. For me. Like on Miranda when she says awkward. The word awkward when you say it so many times sounds just really awkward. Like awkward. For me, um, I feel like this is a good episode. However, uh. it fizzles out into a not particularly interesting climax. Kind of. Like the the climax is earned and works within the story, but it's not particularly it's just not particularly interesting confrontation. I don't think. I think it's cool that when Gwen kind of almost sees it happening before it happens. Yeah. And then obviously he walks into the knife. I just think, oh, you're that silly. Why would you ever walk into a knife? That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's just a bit a bit hokey. I think the ending. A little bit doesn't quite stick. The landing. Yeah, what is otherwise a very good episode. Yeah. Personally. I agree with that. I'll give you that. But yeah, overall, we like Ghost Machine a lot. We do like Ghost Machine. Ghost yeah. Good. Should we move on to episode four? I mean, what were they thinking? Like, what? Were, like, what? What? I mean, this is actually kind of a weird favourite of a lot of people, I feel like. Because, isn't it? Because concept. Great. Idea. Like, everything, actually pretty good. Yeah. Execution. Awful. Just abhorrent. It's abhorrent. I don't use that word often. Abhorrent. Awful. It is 
bad. Do you know what? I'm going to say it. Bestie, this is where we're going to... I think we're going to talk a lot about this now. I have a lot to say. I think this episode would have actually become an alright episode purely if the design of her costume was better. That is it. Her costume takes it down at least five pegs for me. Like, okay, if, uh, like, out of five, if it would have been, not that we're giving each episode a ranking here, but if we were going to give each episode a ranking, this would have been, if her costume was actually designed well and it was actually properly done, it probably would have been given probably a three and a half, honestly. Yeah. But because of the costume alone, this episode is just not even, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. Like, why on a... Some people try and justify this. In the two-parter in series two, Rise of the Cyberman, Age of Steel, yeah. and then Army of Ghosts, Doomsday, we see females turned into Cybermen. Yeah. So, like, um, what was her name? Was it, like, Kathy or something in um, Age of Steel? What's yeah. her name? Well, she's marrying Gareth, and then they speak to her, and she's, like... Because mm. they take the emotional inhibitor out yeah. and then they, they're able to speak to her before she like dies which I love that scene we'll get to that when we talk about series soon yeah and, um, you, and you get um George's lady as well in yeah. series two yeah 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 she gets turned to a Simon yeah. and they all look the same as they should because they're just robots right but I get obviously it's not the the, the process wasn't finished again great concept amazing concept yeah okay Really good. Links into Doctor Who in a really nice way. Great. Why on earth did they not just have, like, her head wasn't finished? Or, like, the, in the eye, you know, the eyes are done. Like, maybe the front panel wasn't put on. Just that. Literally, you could have put her in a Sideman costume and not done the front panel of yeah. her face. Perfect. Yeah. But for some fucking reason, they decided to put her in high-heeled shoes. That, I think that's the most egregious for me, I think. And the bra. Yeah, the bra like, and the yeah, like you, oh, you can see her cleavage, sure, but yeah, like like yeah, like the the bra and the pants are bad, like they they are really bad, really bad. But at least, at least you can kind of go like, oh, they they will form the template of a sort of a Cyberman armor. Yeah, but the high heels, the little heeled booties, no, no. just no. What they should have done was because her head was fine. I love the silhouette of the head. Maybe it had her eye bloodshot or something, like, given her, like, a weird contact lens where, like, her eye was kind of milky or something. Yeah. And then have the rest just, like, Cyberman, maybe a little bit broken, a bit, you know. It could have just been great, like, you know? Basically, a shard, the lone Cyberman. Yeah. From Holding Give Us Idati. But, like... Or even, like, you ten know... Ten years before Holding Give Us Idati. Or how in Capaldi's first series, the finale with Danny Pink when he turns to a Cyberman, that kind of vibe. Yeah. That would have been great. But no, you took this incredibly interesting concept, like you said, and just made it awful. Like, how do you... Like, sorry, I'm not trying to say I'm a screenwriter here. I'm not trying to say that I, I could write an episode of Doctor Who or Tortured, even class. I couldn't do it. I'm not that talented enough. Never will I be, I don't think. But even give me a concept like that, I could probably come up with something a bit more interesting. Yeah, but you you at least wouldn't go, oh, make her sexy. And I remember, I think it was on that torture and they did, like, not confidential, but behind the scenes. I think someone said, like, oh, we wanted to have, see, be able to see, like, boys with, like, posters of a cyberwoman on their wall. First of all, shut up. Yeah. Second of all, what? 
I I remember that quote. I remember that specifically. I was hearing a, that. I was a boy in the early to mid two thousands, and I had posters of just regular sign man on my wall. Yeah, like why do you need to have? That's Doctor Who. It's good. It's just silly. Yeah. I don't like it, and you, you can tell that's why they did it. Yeah, edgy. It's just absolutely awful. And what annoys me again about it is, you know, the uh, guy that comes to kind of see if he can reverse yeah. the thing. And then obviously she starts to convert him and he's left He's left on the floor, half converted almost. Even that looked good. Like the makeup yeah. on him, it makes you feel sick. Yeah, that's right? better. Than what she is. Yeah. Even, which we've discussed before, I, I was at work actually, wasn't I? And I sent you uh, a voice note when I was rewatching Torchwood for the millionth time way before we even decided to do a podcast, um, I was like, oh my God, I just watched the Cyberwoman episode and it's it was the last 10 minutes when, you know, the pizza delivery woman comes and she puts her brain into this pizza delivery woman. I have to say, that whole last scene is actually really well done. And I'll tell you why. Because I actually... Right, I'm not... When I say I'm a worse, I don't feel sick when I watch things. Like, I don't watch, like... I've never watched Game of Thrones or something like that. It's really gory and gone to be sick in the toilet or something. Mm. That is one of the only things where, like, you see the stitching or even the thinking moments before really nauseous, I'm not going to lie. I nearly vomited. Uh, it was really yeah. bad. Because it's so sad yeah. as well. Like, again, like I said, if the design of her costume was better, mm-hmm. it would have been great. But it wasn't. And, like, the last scene is so well done where it's like she wants to do this for him, you think. Yeah. But then it's also just a ploy to kind of get them to convert more people and restart the cyber race. Yeah, but, yeah, I will say, like, the actress who plays the pizza woman, she did a great job. The makeup team, well done, because you've thoroughly made me want to throw up. Wow. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of have to skip that scene because it's, like, that uncomfortable. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I guess my final point is just stop using the pterodactyl. It's just annoying. It's not interesting. It's not good to have that as part of your finale. And the fact that it kills her is like, really? Yeah, it's, that's really bad as well. Well, they should that have That shot done. of like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it flying at her and her just sort of going like it. It's bad. Awful. Yeah. I think what they should have done is probably like, maybe like done something to the water that's in there. You know, the, the lovely. I love that bit of design again in the hub with the water. Like if she fell in and then electrocuted her or something. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just think it was bad. Yeah. I, I also think another absurd thing, along with all the other absurd things that happens in this episode. How on earth did Yanto get a cyber conversion thing? Into... But also, why did he bring the cyber-conversion thing into the... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's that about? Do you get that? Because I don't. No, I have no idea how logistically you'd sneak that into... Yeah. Because what would have made, again, more sense is if he had just brought his converted girlfriend, hid her underneath. Not even that, actually. No, scrap that. Ignore I just said that. If he had brought her to her house... His house, sorry. If he had brought um, Lisa Mm -hmm. to to his house... And kept her there. And then he was being really shady at work because suddenly something was going wrong with her or something. And then they were following him home and then they realised... And then they brought her in to help her at the hub. And then... Yeah. You know, she started to use some of the equipment there to... Do you get what I mean? If they had just done something like that, 
even even if this sounds a bit absurd as well, but even I think it's probably even better than what they've done because it's so absurd. If um, because obviously Torchwood were in charge of that whole situation. If Jack had a cyber conversion thing in the basement because he just had to have it for evidence reasons, yeah, or it locked away or parts of it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? If they had just restructured it and done the story in a more interesting way, it would have been better. It could have been Do you know what so I mean? much better. Yeah. So for that reason, I just hate this episode. I really don't like it. It is bad. It's just poor. Poor, poor, poor. Episode 5, Small Worlds. This one is quite mid for me. So this It's aggressively mid, actually. This is where I I hadn't seen this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until actually a few months ago. Really? I was going to carry on where I'd left off. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really remember enough about character progression and stuff. And I started watching this episode. This episode fucking nonsense. It's nonsense. And I got about half It's nonsense. Ha ha. Ha ha. I made a joke. Okay. <laughs> for, for once. For once. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really... The effects are ropey. Yeah. Not that it's their fault, but also... Um, it's, the the paedophile thing was just unnecessarily uncomfortable, to be really honest. It's an episode... For me, it's like an episode two halves, because I feel like I don't mind that stuff. I actually don't mind, don't mind the stuff with the girl either. And I like the backstory they dive into of Captain yeah. Jack. Oh, but, yeah, love, that's the bit I liked. But there's something about it being built up in these kind of bottom-of-the-garden fairies with this old woman being obsessed with it just kind of doesn't really fit with the rest of it for me. Yeah. Like, I Do you know, know what? No, go on. I, I know that they're going for this kind of childhood wonder that's not so wonderful and this kind of corruption and corruption of sort of childhood innocence with the paedophile and stuff. I get, get the point of it, but that stuff all feels kind of at odds with the other stuff. Yeah, for yeah. me personally, it's. Do you know what it is? I think I do like the ending of it. I think it's a really interesting ending. That's my favourite yeah. bit. Yeah. Along with the stuff with Captain Jack, so obviously like with you know uh, Captain Jack being with this woman, and then later on pretending to be that that being his dad when it actually is, and it's actually still him. Yeah. I think that's actually sweet, yeah. wonderful, and also again more about Jack's past, which we love to see. Um, but uh, and again, like I said, the ending with. The fact that the little, the little girl doesn't feel like she's being manipulated. She actually wants to be with these fairies. And, yeah. Well, evil fairies. Yeah. Again, love evil fairies, though. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then they take her away, obviously. Uh, and I, I think that's really interesting. And then the mum being distraught and everyone kind of questioning Jack. They also all... And everyone's upset with Jack at the end because they're like, you let that happen. Yeah. And he was like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, well, yeah, what was he supposed to do? She wanted to go. Not that that as a child you can't really consent, per se, but in this scenario, obviously, it's a bit different. Um, But, so those elements I like, I just think it was a mishmash of interesting stuff that wasn't fully executed properly. Not like in Cyberwoman episode, but not anything close to that, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, especially like, because it's it's almost like there's too too much going on, like throwing up like the rose petal Quite haunting visual, visually, yeah. Yeah, it is, but doesn't really... Doesn't really do much. Do much, and, like, 
Jack's men have it on the train. And that doesn't really yeah. play in. It's much. just it's just a nice visual. That's why they've yeah. done it. And it is a nice visual, but I don't know. For me, only moment that like I've really stands out to me personally is when the guy, the PO from the beginning, gets arrested. Yeah. Uh, and goes to the station. He's like panicking and freaking out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if that's a, gosh, he's a really good actor. He's got like bloody nose and he's got like some of the petals and stuff like still staining his shirt. And they're like, and you know, the, the, the officer that's taken him in is like, you know, he's like ranting and raving and going crazy. And then that, and then that sort of desk sergeant is like, you know, right, why are you here? And then he just sort of looks at him and he just goes, he goes, it's little girls. It's their bodies. It's like, I just love them. And I was like, Ugh. Oh, it's disgusting. But he says that so sort of well. No, 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 the actor is really yeah, good. Like the rest of that stuff feels a bit weird and gratuitous and a bit sort of school PSAE yeah. kind of thing, but that delivery is just actually quite solid. It is very solid. Yeah. I just do think the whole pedo element was just, it's just a little bit unnecessary. I it get it. It doesn't play into it much. I just think they should have really focused it in on the bottom of the garden fairies with a twist. I think they should have just really focused on that yeah. and maybe have... What would have been really interesting is if, like, um, the little girl's grandmother is the one that Jack was with mm. and because she's the one who um, runs the, the the classes and the informational lessons on fairies and then her daughter... Not her daughter, sorry. Her granddaughter's obsessed with them because she is. Yeah. And then because of that, that's when she gets intrigued in the phrase. And then the grandma probably feels quite upset that that happened. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, did I just create a better episode? Oh, definitely. Did yeah. I just do that? Because we got that on, we got that recorded. All of that makes much more sense. I just think it makes more sense. I think it would have been a really cool idea because then it would have made it would have made more sense for her to be intrigued into the fairies as well. Yeah. There you go. You're welcome, yeah. BBC. You're welcome. Yeah. I'll watch that. So, episode six, Countryside. Yeah. I like the way it's spelt, because it's like... Side. Side, like... C-I-D. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hot take. I actually do really like this one. In that I feel like a lot of the elements around it should really intrigue me. Yeah. I like a bit of weird cannibalism. Yeah. The setting is really bleak. You know, I've... I've personally driven out sort of like some of the places like you know like I, it is like that, but I don't know. It didn't it, it to to me as a sort of lover of that kind of genre of film. I love the way you say genre. Sorry, <laughs> that was great. Genre. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, you know this this kind of deliverance mm. style is sort of isolated farmhouse, you know, straw dogs kind of thing. It it it, ha- it wears its heart on its sleeve in terms of influences. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen it done better mm. and more interesting in other things. Mm. And I feel like that is more an issue with me and what yeah. I like in media rather than an issue with the episode. Yeah. Because... It's really well put together. Yeah. Has some really good moments. Its visuals are really nice. Like it has some really, really good stuff in it. I just don't I don't know. I, I like I, I'm not I'm I, I think I think you like it a lot more than I do. Uh or at least uh scared by it. This is my favourite episode of series one. Okay. This is my favourite episode. I think it's wonderful. I think it's 
Obviously, not in like a, oh, it's amazing, it's so comfort watch. No. <laughs> no, no. I just think it's fucking ace. I yeah. think it's in every aspect. I, I don't have a problem with any of it. Really, I don't. Um, I think, do you know what it is? I think what you've said, I can actually kind of encapsulate that into a sentence. <laughs> this should have probably been. So that should just be, that should just be your job on the whole podcast. Just to catch what you're that, saying. That, that, that three-minute thing that you said, yeah, using really stupid, overlong words, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sentence. No, but sentence. I mean it. No, no. no. I, uh, well, I mean it in terms of like I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. I think what you're trying to say is this: you can see it being an all four film, like a Channel Four independent horror film. You can yeah, see it. Yeah. You can see it, can't you? Yeah. I can see Starring it. Danny Dyer. No. No, no, no. I think it would probably star someone from, like, who was on Skins or something. Ooh, yeah, maybe, like, Race Ball. Yeah. Yeah. That vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and probably still starring the at the end of the episode, you meet the cannibal... Oh, my God. ...couple-ish. They are amazing. The guy. Him, The yeah. guy. I cannot remember the actor's name. I forget his name, but he's been in, like, but, Game of Thrones and other bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's in Line of Duty. He's amazing. He's really good in that he role. He makes this episode. He's creepy. Goodness. I think him and Eve Miles in this episode are insanely good. Mm-hmm. Like, that... that The scene at the... Again, I don't have anything wrong with this episode. I love it so much. The, the scene at the end that I love, and she's like, I have to understand why I have to understand... And then she just goes into her and he's like, I'll tell you if you come here, come closer. And Jack's like, don't you dare. And she's like, I have to understand. And then he goes, because it makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, Lord, that's great. I love it. I do. I don't condone it. Can I just <laughs> clarify? I don't condone cannibalism or any kind really, of violence. I'm really hungry. But, <laughs> no. Um, but, oh, my God. I just think there's so many things. Right. I know you're going to bring it up. We need to talk about it. I don't know how I feel about the whole Gwen and Owen thing. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I have very mixed opinions on it. Yeah. Because I think you've got way more nuanced opinions than I do. I've got more... Uh, I want to just say mine quickly because I, I, I really want to hear what you think about what I have to say. Okay, but when did they first sleep together? So, right. They first kiss in the Cyberwoman episode because they get stuck together in that um, dead body morgue bit. Oh, yeah. And because they think they're about to die, they kiss. Yes. Because they're like, fuck it, we're about to die, let's just kiss, whatever. So I think it was Owen that actually initiated, because you can tell he's found Gwen attractive from day one. And then... Oh, but is it in that episode or is it in this episode? Basically, I do have mixed opinions of different things about the relationship, but what I really, really hate about those things, I don't even have a problem with them kissing. Mm. It's afterwards or during or whatever when Owen's like you know oh you know it don't really mean anything and then Gwen's like oh, I could feel your boner I was like that's, yeah, that's awful that's that's bad I don't like that's that that's bad I don't like that yeah. but again uh, we're adult Doctor Who we take risks we has, talk about yeah. genitalia he has a boner yeah. disgusting because he has to stand near a woman <laughs> it's ridiculous but um <laughs> So, yeah, they kiss in the episode. Yes. And then straight after that, obviously, we get... Not straight after, but, like, um, we get... We get that whole sexual tension. They're flirting a lot in this episode. Yeah, well, you get the whole thing with Tosh. Obviously, Tosh has had a crush on Owen from day one. And girl, you could do better. And girl, you could do so much better. Like, sis, come on. Um... And then obviously they're talking when the car arrives in the countryside. I mean, again, this whole setup is great. Like, they come with the car, um... 
Owen goes to grab everyone a cheeseburger and Toshi's like, yeah, I've heard that you could, that they just have shit in them basically. And then they're like, eh, okay. And they're kind of alluding to the fact that, again, I think that's great. Yeah. Little gag. And then they're talking about like, because they're like, oh, let's play a game. Who's the last person you kissed? And then Gwen's like, Reese. And everyone's like, yeah, well, we're not all in a relationship, Gwen. All right. And then they ask Owen and then Gwen goes, fuck, why didn't I think about this before I played this game? And then Owen's like, Gwen, I kissed Gwen. And then Toshi's like, Rue, when was this? You know? Um, Euphoria reference, if you didn't understand. Just, just, I just realised not everyone watches Euphoria. Because um, the way you see that Barbie Fieria is leaving the... Let's not show. go there. We don't have time to talk about it. No. It, I, 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 just, I literally just remembered I was meant to send it to you. And yeah, no, I've seen yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, Sam Levinson, you bastard. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that happens. And then obviously they're in the woods... And they're talking about it, and then Owen pushes her up against a tree. Now, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I don't condone that kind of behaviour. Yeah. In this, it's kind of... Gwen doesn't have an issue with it, clearly. Yeah. That's I... the thing. That's the caveat, for me, because she doesn't have an issue with it, because obviously she, she obviously finds it very hot. Yeah. And it is quite hot. Sorry, it is. Yeah. It kind of is. No? Yeah. Do you think less of me for saying it? No, because it's, you know, people have... People, people have different fantasies and, you know, it's, it's it's fine. I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm so used to sort of things now where that is kind of pre-established and that it would play a lot more into it being consensual very quickly, whereas in this episode it does happen very fast uh, and it's not sort of framed yeah. as anything other than him being... Weirdo. Quite aggressive, I yeah. think... And because he's already been such a weirdo. Yeah. It, well, I mean, the know. reason I feel really mixed about the whole Owen and Gwen thing is because from from the beginning of the episode to this episode, it kind of makes sense that they're going to have an affair because obviously you can tell Gwen wasn't 100% happy with the life that she had at home. Yeah. Um, but after this point, it becomes really, really... It, it just gets kind of cut off very neatly and I don't like it. Um... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her being pushed up against a tree. Yeah, I really like the surgery. The surgery bit was like, that is the the surgery is such a perfect moment to create that romantic bond. Yeah, between people. Agreed. Yeah, because it it is it's intimate in a weird way, mm. and it's I mean it's the probably the nicest thing you could ever do. It save someone's life literally, like from a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. like and. Yeah, and he has, to, he has to press against her flesh and hold her hand, and that. If it had started from there, that would have been yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like that for me is just a much better. No, I agree with that. Actually, scene. you do make a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think I do think as much as like I know how you feel about Reese. We'll go there. I love Reese. Yeah. Reese is my child. Reese is my baby boy. Love Reese. He is um, very sweet. He's very sweet. And I think what upsets me about it is that Reese genuinely loves Gwen with all of his being. He does so much for her. Their relationship is so strong yeah. that when Owen comes in, it kind of annoys me because it's like, oh, but you've jeopardised this amazing relationship you have and you don't really tell him about it. Yeah. It's annoying. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, she does, but she gives in. Yeah. I hate that scene. Pills, yeah. What episode is that in? I forget. Oh no, I remember what episode it is. I remember, I remember. What's but, the, um, what are the pills called? I forget what it's called. Oh, retcon, isn't it? Because that's 
The, the, the retcon. Oh, the uh, pill. Retcon, yeah. Yeah, that's smart. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Who wrote this, Jossie? Jesus. Yeah, literally. So, um... <laughs> But yeah, so the whole Owen and Gwen thing is very murky. I do think... I, it makes sense why she does it. Yeah. Owen is both of our problematic faves, isn't he? Yes, because I definitely started off being like, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, same. I and really didn't like him at the ended, start. Ended it sort of being like... Owen. I, I like Owen. I actually quite like you, but also you're a twat. Yeah. He's that friend that's like, oh, why do you do this every time? But I love you. I'm going to support you. But again, that's what's so wonderful about Torchwood. It's every character is messy and yeah. none of them are necessarily... None of them are, it doesn't take absolutes because none of them are good people, none of them are bad people. They're just people. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? That was good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just think this episode, the setting, the acting... The characters. Like, I love that when Yanto and Tosh are taken, the cannibal lady, the actual one who's running the operation with her husband, pretends that she's also been captured. Mm. That's quite an interesting twist. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, I do love that Jack comes in with that bus and just crashes into it. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. Is it a bus? It's a bus or is it the, or is it the, the SUV? SUV? It might be the SUV. Something like that. Um, that's hilarious. But then also, like, you know, it makes you think, do you know what? This episode is kind of a, is a, kind of a comment on being vegetarian, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. Because yeah. um, it just makes me, it made me be like, thank God I don't eat meat. I'm yeah. so glad I don't eat meat. Nasty. It just makes you feel a bit sick, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but then when Yanto opens the fridge... And Tosh is like, what's in there? And he's like, you really don't want to know. Ugh. Yeah. And they call it The Harvest as well. That's really... I thought they should have called the episode The Harvest. Mm. Or is that silly? No, yeah, it feels... Again, I like I like the funny wordplay of countryside, but it's a bit... But I don't get the wordplay. Like, I mean, silly. I mean, I guess it's because it's like... I know, it's like... Because it's how you'd spell it for, like, homicide and... Oh, God, boring. No, suicide like and, you know, things like that. It's that different type of side but I just think the only bad bit of this episode is the name that's that's the one that's what's out of home on their computer going that's clever I'm so fucking I'm fucking genius hey mom I'm a fucking genius (laughs) again euphoria reference (laughs) episode 7 gods bearing gifts no that's not the word Greeks bearing gifts I have two words do it Gay Toshiko. Yeah, yeah, baby! 
That's a good episode. It's a really good episode. Such a good episode. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I mean, Danielle Denby Ash, I love her because she's in um, My Family, and mm. My Family is my favourite sitcom. I'm sorry, I know Friends is good. I know there's other things. I don't care. My Family is my favourite. Yeah, I love Janie, the character that she plays. I love everyone. I love everyone in it, and I love that she was in this and. Um, she was just the thing is some people may say her acting isn't that great I disagree I think she's playing camp on purpose I think she's mm. everything she's doing in there is purpose or is on purpose yeah I also love that the alien from Sarah Jane Adventures that she plays one of them I forget what they're called yes I can't remember but I but like I love but, that yeah back to the main point Gay Toshiko um, by yes. Queen yes. Toshiko Sato oh my god and such a good placement of this episode I think so that having Herbie kind of hung up on Owen Owen and then obviously she's Owen cause, because doesn't um, doesn't um, I can't remember the, the, the character's name but yeah like when they're sort of sleeping together she's got those like photos of her and Owen uh, Philoctetes of her and Owen she's Philoctetes Philoctetes yes because that's not that's it I remember say, now is it? yeah Philoctetes I'm Philoctetes I remember saying that yeah um, yeah like, uh, Tom has the photos of her and Owen on the Fridge. On the fridge and in the mirror and yeah, stuff. Yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. a bit. That's right, but it's very sweet. You know, yeah. like uh, you always sort of get the sense that uh, Tom she's kind of always in denial about that. They're, just, they're truly good friends. So good friends. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why wouldn't you have a photo of you two together on the yeah. fridge? Because it's just a moment where you're a good friend when, like, yeah, realizing this actually because you're like in love. love with that person. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just think, it's, yeah, it's well, it's really well placed. Is what I mean. Because obviously all of love in Torchwood, except for Reese and Gwen, ends in tragedy pretty much. Mm. Um, it never really works out. Um, and but it could have. It could have. Yeah. But I do, I'm glad that Tosh got her moment and that she felt attractive and that she felt wanted. Even yeah. though the actress, Naiko Mori, even though she obviously she's fucking hot. Yeah. I'm Tosh, babe. I know I'm in a committed relationship, but okay. let's go. Yeah. Call me up. Uh, no, Naiko Mori is obviously gorgeous. She's a beautiful woman. But like, obviously, within the context of Tosh's character, she doesn't feel wanted. She doesn't feel loved. She doesn't feel good enough for Owen or, like, whatever. And I'm glad that she got some attention. Yeah. Even if there was obviously a motive behind it. I, I do believe that she did like her. I yeah. do. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I think it, it feels very... It does feel very genuine. Yeah. It's very nice. It's just interesting, and the concept—the concept of the the necklace. Yeah. The like you hear people's. Yeah. Because I love I love that scene when she's standing around, just in the middle of Cardiff, just yeah. listening to everybody. Yeah. And of course, stops that. Yeah. Stops that family. And so I good. Like to, yeah. It's very well done. I love that. Uh, and then Jack's like, Tosh, how did you? Uh... No. To be fair, she yeah. could have. The thing is. I love how like Jack's like, oh, um, you, you gave it away because of that, but also I felt you going around in my brain. I could feel it. Yeah. First of all, she could have easily just like seen that he was carrying a big bag and walking in the direction and seen what happened. Like, she could have just walked past it down the street. Yeah. I do think there could have been a way of doing it. I don't think that gave it away very much, personally. No, it's also like I could feel it in my brain. So I'm like, oh yeah. Sometimes Jack has to have this like ridiculously superior. Like I'm a god. Like, yeah. Just, I'm above everyone. Yeah. Just. To make the plot oh, sharp, Jack. Yeah. Sharp, bitch. But it is good, though. And uh, it's, it's it's really interesting hearing all of the other Torchwood regulars. Yeah, the thoughts they, they have. Think and... Owen, fuck you. Yeah. 
Owen, seriously, fuck you. And there's that, it's like the one of the first ones you hear is like Gwen being like, I still smell like Owen. Yeah, because yeah. we just had sex in the car. Yeah. I do find it funny when um, he's like, don't look at her, don't look at her, and then she's like, why isn't he looking at me? Why isn't he looking at me? Yeah. That was funny. It's very... It's true, though. When you have a question, yeah. like, why are they looking at me? I'm looking at them, look at me. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but I also really sad one when she heard Yanto when he was just getting everything ready on the table and he was like you know never ending sadness I just feel so upset and yeah. all of this and then Tasha's like are you okay and she, he's like yeah yeah I'm good and then she's just like if you ever need anything or whatever well she says like, she's just trying to comfort him and he's kind of a bit like oh, okay cool especially yeah because our woman's not good but at least they they do continue it they continue it with Yanto yeah because obviously Lisa was his long term partner yeah I did really like that I love that we got, a, like, you know, uh, two women kissing on screen. Yeah. This is one of my first exposures to, like, a lesbian couple or lesbian relationship, which obviously for me was quite an important thing in discovering my sexuality because I was like, ooh, that, I like that, what's this? Um, yeah. Also, it's... just having the reputation. Reputation? Yeah. The, the... The representation. The representation, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And it's not... It's not gratuitous. I don't yeah. think it's gratuitous at all. No, it doesn't feel like it's there to... Any sort of exciting or yeah, it's yeah, it feels quite realistic. Like there's not this like mad sex scene that happens, you know. It's it's a really quite tender kisses that they share, really sweet. Yeah, it's a lot more strained than yeah the rest of the series. I just I I I appreciated that personally. I really did appreciate that. Yeah, um, and I think. I think it's a really again. This concept has been explored a lot. Reading people's minds is not original. But it's interesting how they did it in this sense, like yeah. with the necklace. And then, like, Tosh having those thoughts, going, like, I feel so guilty, I don't know what to do. And then she's like, you know, get me into Torchwood and I can help or whatever. And then, obviously, Jack has that, has the ship in his hand and kind of gives it to her and then sends her into the middle of the sun. And I hate how ruthless Jack is in that moment when she's like, so she's dead. And he's like, yes. Because hmm. he's angry at her for taking, you know being so irresponsible yeah. also it's like Jack these people are humans as well they're not yeah you know what I mean? but then obviously they have that lovely chat at the end which I think is really nice yeah it wraps it all up nicely yeah especially because everybody else is angry with her as well yeah and I also really like how each character has their own little episode yeah like each even Susie yes. has her own episode yeah like do you know what I mean yeah post, really cool post death post death but still has her own episode yeah like, you've got Gwen, which is her episode, is the first episode. And then you've got Owen, which is out of time. Yeah. And then, well, arguably is out of time. And then Yanto, Cyberwoman. Then you've got Tosh, which is Greeks bearing gifts. Yeah. And then yeah. Jack has sort of important threads through a lot of Yeah. Them. Yeah. And he's the underlying thread of it. I just think it's really clever. Has an episode named after him. Yes. Um, that's that's actually his episode, I would say, if you had yeah. to pick one. Um I also just really quick before we move on, I want to say I really love um, Philoctetes. I love how, you know, the way she kind of came about, which is obviously there's this prostitute in back in the day. Hello, sex hanger. You want to get tossed off or whatever, you know. And then obviously he like abuses her, but then yeah. this alien comes and takes over her body and then starts pulling out the hearts. That's how she gets fed, isn't it? She pulls out the hearts of men or whatever. Yeah. Um, and eats them, or people really, she does it to people, and then they find that skeleton, tortured find that skeleton, and they're like, why is the heart removed? I don't really understand. And then they see that thread. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
So episode eight, they keep killing Susie. Boy, do they. Fucking great episode. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty, really, really good. Yeah. For me. For me? For me. No, 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 it is, it is good. <laughs> uh, it's not, it, it isn't mid. No. But I find it. I don't know. I just, there are other there, there are other episodes I prefer, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty well done. I though. really love it. I can't lie. This is like no, it, up there for me. It's really well done. Indira Varma. I mean, babe. I don't think I like the actor. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? And I don't know if it. I don't know if it's the actor or if, I, or if it's I don't like Susie. Do you mean, I guess it's kind of the point. No, Susie's a twat. Yeah. Susie's a really conniving, conniving woman, but. I think the actress in Dear Varma is incredible. Like I think she does a good job. Everything I've seen her in, she's flawless, including <clears throat> this. I think she is... The woman is a powerhouse. She's amazing. I think she's amazing. And it does. it is a shame, because I feel like she could have been a main... Like I love her so much that I would have loved her as being a main character, but I also love what they did with the whole Susie thing and how the glove, again, yeah. is brought back. One thing I want to explore with you really quickly, I wanted to mention the first episode, but I didn't, so I'm going to mention it now. The concept of death in Torchwood I find fascinating, and it's always done... It's really... What's the word? It's consistent. Mm. When people die, there is nothing after death. Yeah. Like, every time someone's come back, they've gone, so what is what is there? Because obviously Jack is always really curious, because he can't die. Mm-hmm. And he's fascinated to know what death is like, because he, he kind of wants to die. You, you get that vibe. Yeah. Because he's a man out of time and all that. And they always say, there's nothing. But then obviously, at the end of this episode, Susie says, there's something in the dark coming for you, Jack Harkness, and all of that. Mm. But apart from that, there's, you know, there's nothing. Yeah. And it actually does continue into series two. It continues. There's nothing after death. Mm-hmm. How interesting is that? They've, 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 they've stuck with that opinion. When you die, there's nothing. Yeah. It's good as well, because I agree. Oh, you, you think that's what you think, yeah? Yeah, like... I don't. Uh, yeah. But... Which is fine, I understand. But I do think it's cool that they kept a consistency with it. Yeah. Like, you know? Especially because a lot of medium different things, you know, it just feel like it kind of has a sort of... The pearly gates. Yeah, they always want to lean towards some kind of... Thing like that. Thing, yeah. Even if it's not necessarily an afterlife, they always sort of want to believe in some kind of... Thing, yeah. Yeah, whereas I like that this is kind of quite absolute about it. Yeah, it's so very like, absolute. Just, no. And I think it's so interesting that they have to get... They have to bring back Susie with the glove. And, you know, Gwen does it. Certainly she can use... Yeah, yeah and then obviously she starts draining Gwen because she comes back to life and she starts draining her. And then you realise Susie's getting better, but Gwen's getting more ill. It's great. I think mm. it's great. I want to know what happened between her her and her father. I want to know what happened with that. Like, yeah. um, with Susie and her father. Obviously, there's probably some abuse going on there. Mm. Like, probably definitely some abuse going on. We yeah. don't know. It's never spoke about. To want to kill him. No, it's quite... But she wants to kill him. Yeah. She comes back to kill him. And it's, it's interesting. Quite, yeah. I think there's definitely been some abuse going on. Yeah. For sure. Because um, she, she was really adamant about driving all that way to kill him. I have to say, the makeup team on this show really popped off in this episode. I mean, that wound in the back of Susie's head is chunky. Mm, that yeah. is some chunky, chunky wound. Ugh. Oh my God, I can't have said that. But then also, you know when Gwen is having the life drained out of her? I don't know what they did to Eve Miles. Yeah, but she looks... She looks 
ill, she dude. Looks, yeah, she looks unwell. She looks like she's on her deathbed. Like, yeah. it's weird. I, obviously, they, she has no makeup on, and I'm not saying even miles about makeup looks, but she doesn't. She's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. Like, in We Hunt Together, the TV show she's in, which is a good show, which, which you should watch, um, She her character is very much about, like, not wearing makeup and like not she doesn't want to look nice she doesn't care about her appearance yeah and she looks amazing in that still do you know what i mean so that's not what i'm trying to say it's they've done something there i don't know what i think uh what i what i like about that is that you have the makeup team and you can go oh the makeup team did such a good job and you've got this massive head wound and eve miles looks sick you get props to the makeup team and then you go to the props department and it's like just a gauntlet from like yeah uh, some other Shakespeare nice costume, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty sure it's also the same one that Rassilon wears it is the same one that Rassilon wears I swear down yeah because they've just got the one knight's gauntlet I I actually I don't like the prop of the knight's gauntlet for reasons but for Rassilon not for not just for Rassilon at all not because I don't think it's an interesting idea it's because I really don't like. I don't like the. I don't like. I don't like the flakiness. Like I don't. I don't like scales. Oh, so right? like the little patches that shake around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with that. Whenever they're moving, they make me feel ill. They make me feel sick as well. Yes. Yes. yes, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like scales. Those things. Those pillows that you can. Yeah. Brush. Oh yeah, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Don't like it. Uh, and yeah, especially it, as you say, it's cursed. It's cursed. It's really cursed. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, <laughs> uh, and yeah, especially when Rassilon wears it because there's a lot of wind blowing. Yeah, and it's it's just going like, yeah, it's like stop moving. Shaking. You're distracting me. Uh, yeah, don't like it. It's not good. Yeah, um, it's not good. No. Um, but yeah, that's. I agree. I think the design could have been so much better. I it's, just think it's charming that they just used that. Just a gauntlet. It's yeah, an old gauntlet. Might as well just be. A Fucking old cowboy hat. Exactly. It's, great. it's just nonsense, but it's I love it. It's just silly. Yeah. But I also, I love the concept of like when Susie was practicing on other people and like finding out about Susie's life. I just think we learn about Susie's life. Again, this is Susie's episode, you know. Yeah. I think that scene on the pier at the end is really cool. I like that. I know mm. it's I know it's just annoying because Jack's just screaming his head off and like shooting Susie. She's like, I can't die. <laughs> and then Tosh, so cool gets the gun chucked at her she grabs it boom boom do, do you remember she goes like yeah. and then she like runs off really cool sexy toss love it and then she shoots the, the glove and then Susie just goes Bleh! and then Gwen's like Bleh! oh my god it's great I love I, it so much I do like the Jack just now Rage just keeps shooting her it, it is quite cool yeah um, and Susie's just laughing she's like you can't kill me yeah it's just fucking and then Tosh is like you want to bet bitch woof <laughs> It's great. And I love. I also love that how like Gwen and Susie kind of almost form a friendship, but then obviously it's like, no, I'm just going to... Yeah. But the thing is also, again, I, I love Susie. I think Susie's great because she's so complicated because she feels sorry for Gwen. Yeah. She does like Gwen because she's jealous of her. She knows she's better than her than her job. Like, she's better at, at, that she could have, have ever have been. Yeah. But at the same time, she hates her for it. But at the same time, she feels sorry for her. But at the same time, she doesn't care because she's doing her own thing. But she's so complicated. She's so layered. It just works. It's really, really good. I love this episode. Yeah. Solid. I like it a lot. Solid stuff. So, random nine. Random nine? Random nine. <laughs> 
is called Episode Shoes. <laughs> episode 9 is Random Shoes. And... We have very similar thoughts on this, don't we? We have really similar thoughts on this. Can you please share them? I was going to say, the, so I feel, like, I feel like we could probably yeah, blast through this one by saying, I think it's a really interesting episode. I think it's a good episode. I like watching it. Same. However... Big the, however. They should have put Eugene in other scenes. Even one or two episodes. Yeah. And you would just feel the emotion so much more... Yeah. Because that's so it's just weird. just a random guy called Eugene. Why do we care? Yeah, do you know it's what I mean? so weird that they do it through a flashback. Like, again, uh, in, in Greeks bearing gifts, when they go and find the skeleton, like, why well, is he not just there watching? You know, it's like you have him have those couple of conversations with Gwen. Yeah. It's like, just show me that as they're going to investigate something. Just have him. Yeah, like. Pull him aside. Do you know what I think they should have done? Because obviously he ordered pizza so much. Mm. He should have been a pizza delivery guy and then always been like, so what are you guys up to say? Yeah. And they're like, classified and they're like whatever and you see him a few times coming in maybe coming to one of the locations and then have this episode oh my god yeah. it would have been so good because like, i really like it like i still find and it's a testament to how sort of well constructed it is like, i still find it quite charming. impactful and, yeah. and charming and it's a really nice weird bottle episode about a character who doesn't have anything to do with anything else like you could have made that choice and it would have been like this, this again. If we were if we were ranking them, yeah, like I'd be like I'd be like, oh, this is maybe yeah, like a, a like a, a three and a half, maybe four out of five. Because I just really enjoy it. Yeah. If you had of literally done that very simple thing and laid that foundation, it's, it's five out of five. Five out of five, oh, fully easy, easy. Yeah. And do you know what? Also, if they had changed the fact he fancied Gwen, I'm so sick of people fancying Gwen and Owen. Yeah. Gwen and Owen. No offense. As much as I love Gwen and Owen, like yeah. Tosh is right there. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I get Tosh already had her little love moment, but I feel like if, even if he had, he just had like, don't have a crush on anyone, just be fascinated by the entire group. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, have like a crush on Jack or... Have a crush on Yanto even. Yeah. Someone who isn't Gwen, Owen or Jack, that would be great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I don't have, to, I just don't have a lot to say about it because of that. Yeah, like that's the thing. We, yeah, there, there is not much to touch on. It's just like we really like it, we yeah. enjoy it, but I think God the last scene's quite emotional. I will say, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and I, I when, yeah, yeah. When he kind of you see him, and he's like, yeah, he finds out. Well, yeah, the fact that he gets run over, he finds out his friends betrayed him, yeah, and <clears> took <throat> the mick out of him, yeah, and then he runs off across fields and just runs into the path of a van. It's horrible. It's horrible. But then also, like, when he saves someone's life, he saves Gwen's life from yeah, the car then, and then yeah. he appears. Yeah. I think that's quite nice. Even though it's cheesy, I like it. Yeah, his family still see him. I just think the, the, the alien eye was so cool and, like you said, it would have been so interesting if we had just cared more about the main character. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of, actually, a lot of hate about the main actor in this. Like, apparently he was crap. I don't think so. No, I think he does really good I with that I think he's very charming. Yeah. Again, it's sort of a... It's, 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 it's an Elton... It's, it's, love and monsters oh my god no 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 how did you read my mind I have a note written here and it's like this episode is the love and monsters of Torchwood yeah literally oh my god yeah. you read my mind where everyone else is like oh that's terrible we're like it's, it's really it's actually got really good elements to it pretty fucking good yeah, you're just yeah. not watching it correctly yeah I, <laughs> brilliant I want to say you're watching Torchwood incorrectly but you're watching Torchwood incorrectly yeah yeah genuinely <laughs> I also think maybe the, the character could have been a bit younger 
maybe a teenager or something, like who works at the pizza shop and like is really interested. Yeah, and then you sort of remove that love element. And... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. I, I think that's genuinely all I have to say. Yeah, very much. Good stuff. Good stuff. Could have been better. Yeah. Episode 10 is out of time. And it, it it's a thing. It's a really good episode of TV. I, I really like it. Yeah, I feel like I really all, like it. with the inverse now of like... So how I feel about Countryside is how you feel about this episode. Yeah, like, yeah, we have sort of... Yeah, we have I really like, like it. Or like, they keep killing Susie and stuff, you know, you're yeah. like, it's a good episode, but you're like, it's good, and like, it's Amazing, yeah. yeah. I'm going to let you just have your moment here, because you really love it, don't you? I just think it's just... It's just such a clever idea. And it's what, very clever. And uh, it's an idea that could be really... It could be really boring. And the the, oh, yeah. the gag could just be, they've got to get used to the modern times. Oh, you know, And they do obviously do some of that. Like I like that Yanto takes them to Asda. Oh, um, I love that scene. you joking. And it's so, at Christmas as well. Yeah, it's so sweet. And obviously the other, the younger girl buys sweets and stuff it's you know it's, it's, oh my god yes yeah it's very fun but like I feel like the, uh, in a lesser series or with the lesser writer that could have been the whole episode absolutely but, oh, just the way they use it to explore like I don't know I just I felt like I was I was enjoying it and I was liking the episode and then the guy Mark Lewis that's the actor's name yeah goes to visit his son, son oh, who no. has dementia and it's just horrible. And from that, because from that point on, he's not doing the best, but he's okay. He can deal with it. He's like, I'm going to try and maybe open a shop again. Yeah. And then he sees his son, and that's what sends him over the edge. Yeah, and the conversations he has with him about yeah. the football games they yeah. watch. And... Like him, the, right, let's go there. Let's go there. Should we yeah. go there? Yeah. The scenes with Jack and this man, I forget the character's name, I know Mark Lewis is the actor. Yeah. Everything with Jack and this guy, immaculate. Yeah, like, actually can't fault it. Yeah, there's this in the pub where Jack all opens up about being a mortal, essentially. So before again, before we continue, we've already put trigger warnings in, but this is also for um, themes of suicide and things like that. So if that you know that's something you don't want to listen to, then I would maybe skip forward a bit. Um, when Mark Lewis's character tries to commit suicide in his car with the yeah, the yeah, it's the. It's the hose from the exhaust, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Full on midsummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously Jack catches him. Yeah. And then tries to convince him. And then in the end just gives in and is like, I'm just going to help you and like end your life yeah. and like hold your hand and just be there for you. Yeah. Dude, it makes me well up every time. It's beautiful. It's such a good use of Jack's. Yeah. That's like my favourite Jack moment, Gift, I have to say. You know, like, it's amazing. Because he gets it. He's like, yeah. I'm a man out of time as well. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I totally get it. Now, can I talk about my issue I have with this episode, my big issue? Yeah. The reason why this isn't higher up on my list of favourite episodes, because I still really like it. I really, really like it. Yeah. Diane. I, I can't stand the woman. I love Diane. I know you do. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the Diane hate. Because the actress isn't good. <laughs> The actress is really poor. I'm sorry. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like she's doing. I don't know. I feel like they're all kind of other than other than Mark Lewis. I think. Is, no, I think the younger girl is really good in it. The ginger girl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's. I don't think she's bad. But I mean, it's like I think. Mark, I think Mark Lewis is being very serious. Yeah. And I think the other two 
are good, are good they're doing good performances mm. but they're doing caricature performances see I just think the woman who plays Diana's doing I don't think the other girl is no I don't know to be really honest like and again obviously I don't mean that in a bad way because I like it but I feel like the young girl is sort of quite like almost yeah like a caricature of a sort of re- I like it repressed I like 50s it. And, it, and it works and I like and I, I like the other side of that the sort of you know the you know, her, her being the sort of typical 50s you know, young 50s girl and she's yeah. repressed and all of that then you get the other side of that with the same kind of caricature character who is like yeah. this sexually liberated masculine pilot character yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think it's really interesting personally I do you know what it is it's with Diane, I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. That she's this pilot, she is her own woman, she's fearless, she's cool. I love the idea of Diane. I just think the execution of Diane was fucking awful. Like, literally, the, in the last scene where she's like, I'm going to I'm gonna go fly this plane and I'm going to go find something. And Oni's like, what about us? And she's like, look, I need to do my own thing. I think that's great. Yeah. It's a really cool moment. The actress, I'm sorry to the actress, not that she's listening, but... Dear yeah, God, but... she cannot deliver a line to save her life. She literally was like, I'm going to go find something new. And it's like, oh, God, could you have delivered that any more rubbish? Like, literally, like, I just don't believe... Her and her and Bern Gorman don't have chemistry. I think they have no chemistry. I don't root for them at all. Oh, I see. I really like the, the scene The scene on top of the... In the car park. Car park, yeah. I hate it. Oh, we have such differing opinions on this. It's no, so funny it's to lovely. me. No, it's lovely. It's, it's... It, we love discourse. It's... Th- it's... It's stupid and not like not romantic, but like. I'm gonna buy you a red silky dress. You're gonna wear it. We're gonna go dance on a car Dark park, park. Yeah. probably like a helipad. It looks like a helipad, like a helicopter bit. Then yeah. we're gonna go have really awkward Good sex, sex. Yeah. with like you can tell someone just sprayed water on you to make it look like you've been sweating. Like that's the only. That's the only. Yeah, I really like this. It's the only one. I. It's the only thing I change about this is the. Yeah, the sex with her and Owen is very. Awkward. Yeah, they're, they're trying really hard to make it passionate. passionate and just results in a lot of really awkward thrusting. Really awkward thrusting, really awkward breathing. Yeah. From me? From me. I don't find... I find I find that Diane and Owen, they don't have chemistry. Mm. I don't root for them at all. I think they're kind of really irrelevant and irritating because I'm way more interested in Mark Lewis's character and Gwen and the young girl and what's going on there. To yeah. me, that is where my focus is. Um, I love Gwen's relationship with the girl. I think it's really sweet. And she pretends that she's her cousin and obviously Reese finds out he gets irritated by it. Of course. Of course. Um, I kind of get where he's coming from, though, because it's like oh, you've yeah. lied to me and you've not told me who she is. Um, the end, when she like, says goodbye to her because she's going to move to London... Yeah. Really sad, really emotional. Like Gwen is there in her little beret. I don't know why they gave um, Eve Miles a beret, but we move. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just that whole. Yeah, anyway. I like everything but the Diane and Owen situation. Yeah. Because it's like. But because also, I think it really, really clashes with the whole Gwen and Owen thing. Because if it was that Gwen and Owen never had an affair. Yeah. And it was like, Owen is always sleeping with people, he can't find a relationship, and then this woman who finally sees through it and, like, is able to connect with him. I would have got it more. Mm. But it just clashes with the whole Gwen and Owen thing. It's like, why does everyone have to fuck Owen? Seriously. I mean... Even Susie's fucked Owen. Yeah. She mentions it in the episode, last episode. Yeah, i got to say, I think that's, you know, that is, like... 
Because oh, you've completely replaced me now. You fucked Owen, haven't you? Yeah, so did I. I don't buy any of it. I don't buy either. Again, you know, regardless of whether or not you've ended up thinking he's attractive, it's not a nice enough person to... To actually warrant much that much sex. attention, yeah. yeah. And have everyone fancy him for it, yeah. basically. One thing I would have liked is later on, if when they're in London or something, Gwen checking in on the girl, I think that would have been really nice. I get their story's yeah. kind of done and we don't need to know what happens, but it would have been nice. Yeah. I don't know. Like a letter. A letter or something. Yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. Because I can't imagine her just never contacting Gwen again. I can't see that happening. Yeah. Because she really helped her. I don't know, she's the... Yeah, she's the only one who gets the... The happy ending. I also do get a sense, though. One good, another good thing about this episode is, you really get a sense that they're so upset that they're not in their own time. Like they're really, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, Diane is so upset that like she gets in the plane and probably she probably God knows where Diane is. Yeah. I have a feeling she could. She went back through the rift. I do. Yeah. I do have that feeling. Give me the Diane big finish. No, don't. We don't care. Pilot box set. We don't care. Change the voice actor. I don't care. Don't care. But, you no, know, I don't care. where did she end up in a plane? <laughs> uh, uh, somewhere, probably. Do you want to know a fun fact? Yeah. The Who shop that's in London that I love very much, that I still have yet to take you to, they are selling... So if you go on their website, they sometimes sell actual costumes from the show. And they had done it in the past. They actually had, I think, from Vincent and the Doctor, they had the guy who plays Vincent, his jacket, the coat he wears in the episode... Yeah. They have Diane's, both of Diane's costumes for sale. Wow. Overpriced, if you ask me, £500 for it. She's not that important, sorry. Like, I'll give you £5 and that's it. Yeah, that's... Okay, obviously they wouldn't charge £5. No, it's a lot of money, though. I've had 200 would have made more sense. Yeah, like, for a minor minor character. I mean, on eBay, I actually, there's someone who's auctioning off some of the Torchwood outfits, and I was tempted. But if they had, like, one of Gwen's outfits, I was tempted. (laughs) Am I ever going to wear it? Eve no. is definitely smaller than me and I yeah. wouldn't be able to fit into her. I'd be too big for her clothes. But um, I would, I'd rather pay £200 for a Gwen outfit than £500 for a Diane outfit. However, it is the outfit where she wears the cool aviator fluffy jacket. It is very cool. It is a good outfit. Like, yeah. you know, with the converse. I, yeah. I love her outfit. I'll say that much. Diane's costume yeah. is great. Yeah. With the converse. Like, they've given her these shoes. It looks great. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, I just don't like the whole, like, I was kind of parading her around in this red dress, like... Yeah. Or like, you know, I'm in love with you because we have so much passion sex and you're 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 like the, the next Amelia Earhart. And, oh, my God. Shut up. I don't care. No, I like that he believes in her, though. Yeah, he believes in her. That's nice, I guess. Yeah. Really? Not, not enough to do his research about no. how, what, if you can walk onto an airfield and just fly a plane. Yeah. I could have fucking told you that. Yeah. Come on. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. But yeah, that's just how I feel. It's a very good episode, just with Get Rid of Diane, and I prefer it. So what's next? What's next? What is next? What's next is this, my friend. What's next is Combat, episode 11. Shit. So shit. Shit, boring, hate. It's giving toxic masculinity, it's giving Andrew Tay, it's giving Owen Sharp. Like, for me... I, I, well, I guess this is Owen's episode, isn't it? God. Annoyingly. Yeah. Like, for me, I don't want to dwell on it because it's just bad. But I think, for me, this problem is twofold. Twofold? Twofold. In that it's... A sad, fold of two. A fold of two. Like a piece of bad origami. It's, <laughs> it's, 
it's it's sandwiched in between a really good episode, yeah, and then basically another good episode, another good episode. Yeah, like uh, we were having the discussion, earlier, you know, not not quite a two part finale, but you know, like episodes that feel like finales in, yeah, their, yeah. in their own right. So it's sandwiched in between that, and also to me, it feels like it's there just reminds you that like the weevils exist. Yeah, it's it's giving the weevils their moment, their yeah. moment to shine. How do you feel about the weevils, pal? We haven't discussed, discussed it. I mean, the design is interesting. I like the idea that there's like a race of sewer men who live below Cardiff. The fact they're called but, weevils is stupid. But, well, my problem is with them. I don't mind them. Why are they all in the same boiler suit? Do they, do they make these boiler suits? Do they, are they born with these boiler suits on? So very much like the pig slave from... Uh, it's from where it's like, you know, oh, the Daleks have learned to... Clone pigs, pigs but turn them, them into humans, but they also hand stitch them. Yeah, boiler suits. With Doctor Who, I can forgive it because it's a kids' show and it's yeah. well, not kids' family show. But with Torchwood, they could have been like fully not clothed. It yeah, yeah definitely. Sense. And it probably would be more striking yeah. if they were creepy and hunchback little pigs. Yeah. yeah, they probably just didn't have the effects budget to to do that. Cover anything more than the, than head, the head and the hands. hands. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it's. Do you know what? My the, there's one amazing bit of this episode. Is the opening? No. Okay, because I quite like the opening with Jack chasing the weevil. Oh, no, that's cool. No, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But my favourite bit is Gwen eating the pizza and crying. I'm trying to remember. I mean, this has been mean to fuck at this point. I actually think it's quite a moving scene, not going to lie. I think it's a really good bit of acting. Yeah. People, this is actually a scene from Torchwood people still talk about mm. in, within Torchwood fandom. Yeah. Um... So obviously Gwen uh, gets some retcon, which are, it's this is so messed up what she does, and she tells Reese that she's been sleeping with Owen and that she works in Torchwood and stuff, and then retcons him so he doesn't remember. Yes, I remember that. Obviously very wrong. You drugged your partner. That's yeah. really fucked up, Gwen. Terrible. What are you doing? But I do love. I mean, Eve Mars is acting throughout this whole series is just stellar. I mean, for the whole show, mm-hmm. she steals every scene she's in. Um, I love that when you know he's falling asleep. She's like, say you forgive me, Reese. Say you forgive me. And she goes really well. She's like, say you forgive me. Say you forgive me. I can't do the Welsh accent. <laughs> I can't. Your laugh is that intense. It's silent. <laughs> yeah, boy, she's... That was a moment. Yeah, anyway. But anyway, that's really good. But then she gets the pizza... Goes to Torchwood Base. There's no one there because she can't stay away from work. That's the problem. She's a work colleague. She can't stay away from work. Yeah. And she goes back to work and gets the pizza and she just starts crying while she's eating it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's a really good moment. Eve Miles, babe. Yeah, good actor. I'm framing that scene and putting it in my <laughs> house. Um, I think that's all we have to say on that, don't we? It's not great. And just boring. I actually have a note because I wrote the notes on my phone in the first is- instance and uh, I wrote Owen... Handshake emoji, toxic masculinity. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Episode 12. Captain Jack Hartness. Absolute yeah. banger, mate. It's pretty good. I think it's beautiful. I think it's a really beautiful episode. I don't know. I don't know if it was Torchwood Overload. Okay. Oh, it's just a bit... I, 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 it's a good episode. Objectively, it's a good episode. I enjoyed it. Mm. I was a bit checked out. Fair. I, I don't know if it was overload. I don't know if it was just the summer day I was watching it. I just feel like I, I, I was, I was enjoying it. Yeah. But 
I could tell that it was doing really impressive stuff. Mm. But I was just kind of letting it wash over me. Well, it was, it was probably the mood you were watching it in. It happens. Yeah. Um, I think... Do you know what I like about it? Yeah. Do you know what I love about it? I love that it's Tosh and Jack, first of all. I love that. It's a good pairing. I love a good pairing. I really do. And more Tosh, please. Always more Tosh. Always. Um, I love that they go to this building because she's just about to go to a wedding as well. She's like, I'll quickly come help you, but then I've got to go. Like, you, know when you, you know when you leave work a bit early to go somewhere? It's that yeah. vibe. Yeah. And then they go to that building and then they go up the stairs and that gorgeous transition into World War II mm-hmm. London and they're stuck in the past. Yeah. Great idea. Oh, it's a And good. then you get Billis. Yeah. I have thoughts about Billis. We'll get to that after this. Um... And obviously he's kind of controlling what's going on and he's the caretaker. I don't like Billis is a bit shit. Boy. Just a bit shit. Terrible. Not a good villain. Yeah, okay, we're talking about now. Yeah. Not good. Sorry. Yeah, I just... So because you were like, yeah, we'll talk about Elijah. I was like, I was like, oh, you might really like him, but... No, I don't. A good, yeah, I, I know. Think it's silly. Terrible. Actually kind of drags down both this and the next episode Agreed. for me, personally. Agreed. Yeah. Good, okay, I'm glad. Yeah, no, I, I really do agree. Hooray. Um, Hooray. Um, I will say this, what I love about it, it's really unique. I love that they didn't, you know, just not address that there's an Asian woman in World War Two at this party. They actually... Mm-hmm. Tosh is treated in the way that... Obviously, it's not... I don't know how she was treated. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Please don't get me wrong. No. But, like, it, it's actually a realistic thing that would have happened. And then the way they kind of twisted it, where it's like, you know, she's actually working for us and, like... Yeah, that's, yeah, but that's the thing. It's nice because it, it doesn't feel like... It's... Does, uh, you know... Sometimes, well, we were talking earlier, weren't we, about like things, things being or characters being racist in shows. Yes. But the story itself not having to be racist or framing yeah. the things as racist, and that's what this episode does so well. Is yeah. there are characters who are racist and authentic to the time period, but the episode does not frame that as a good yeah. or justifiable yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other characters Absolutely. stick up for her, and that's really nice. I feel yeah. like a lot of times when people complain and about... people are fancying to Tosh left, right, yeah, centre, as they should. Who fucking wouldn't, yeah. Because who wouldn't? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times when people complain about that kind of thing, they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, well, what? oh, no, she would have had lots of racist views just because they kind of want to see racist views on screen. Yeah. And it's like, it's actually really well handled. Yeah, really well this handled. episode, really lovely, really sensitive. I think what, what sells this episode for me is the actual Captain Jack and Jack's relationship. Yes. Because this is the first time he realised Captain Jack Harkness is not his name. No. He stole it from someone else. Yeah. I mean, I, I forget how he steals it. I think he sees his name somewhere or something mm. and takes it or what. I don't know. Makes sense. Because he dies yeah. the day after. In He like saves all of his crew, right? Yeah. I think him and Jack's relationship, I think it's beautiful. Mm. It's really moving. It... It was a big moment for me, again, you know, in terms of, like, representation of sexuality and stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's really moving. It really makes me emotional when I watch it. I really love it. Um, Like, those scenes where you can just tell they are, they are, they do like each other, they really admire each other as well. It's not just fancying, they admire each other, they really respect each other. Yeah. And those little moments where they're chatting and it's really emotional. And obviously, like, Jack, the actual Jack, has that relationship with that woman... Mm. But obviously he's very closeted. Mm-hmm. Their kiss at the end is really lovely. Yeah. Even though the guy who plays the real Jack kind of eats his face a little bit, we'll, we'll move on from that. We won't. <laughs> we won't touch on it too much. Gross. 
I just think it's an amazing concept. It's actually quite of a comfort watch for me in terms of torture. I love watching it. Mm. I love I love the little moments where it's like, you know, Tosh has to leave a message for the future. She uses her own blood. That's yeah, really that's clever. Yeah, that's yeah. But in the end, Billis just rips it up anyway. And, and the way they get back, really cool, is obviously Owen opens the rift because he's so in love with Diane. Fucking yeah. get over it, dude. Shut up. You only knew her for five days. I didn't like. I didn't like that overspill into this episode. No. I mean, it gives this a good resolution, but I didn't like that yeah. personally. Because they have to get back somehow. Yeah. And Owen does it for selfish means. Again, he only met the woman a few days ago and knew her for all of what seventy-two hours. That was it. Like, yeah. get over it. It's not worth ripping a hole in time for. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no actual. Yeah. Underbelly for it. You know what I mean? Even, yeah, even if there'd literally been something like... A, even if it was like Yanto did it. Yeah, or it, like, even... I don't even mind him opening it for Diane. Maybe, even if there was like... If there was like... Something was like bleeding through the rift or whatever that was telling him that she was in trouble. Yeah. Something. Something like Something was going wrong. Yeah. She'd die. Like, absolutely fine. But just this, I miss her, I'm going to open the rift. is like... It's silly. Bad. Very yeah. silly. That was... I think... I obviously... As much... I love this episode... Yeah. I just don't have that much to say because it was actually so well done and so well rounded and so well executed except for the reason why the rift opened and how they got back. But yeah, like I said, I just want to really quickly touch on the last scene when they do kiss mm-hmm. before they go in. Really, really touching. And then when Jack looks back, and I know it's cheesy, but when he like salutes and then he like fades away. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I ship it, I love it. <laughs> I love them. And the fact that two really masculine-looking men in the military are kissing and having this really gorgeous, passionate kiss, yeah. I think is really important. Yeah. And I love it. I agree. Gay rights. Well then, pal, that brings us on to the final episode, doesn't it? Episode 13. End of days. End of days. I have such mixed feelings about this episode. It's kind of mid but also not it's weird yeah I sort of don't really like it but like I didn't, Billis ruins it like I didn't watch it and go like oh this is bad mm. but also yeah I just didn't really feel much I said, he definitely ruins it because he's not an interesting villain no but I don't know I just sort of didn't really one thing I've got to say about the last episode can I just quickly say really quick side note the vote Saxon posters great touch yes yes yes, yes great yes. touch like that would work better for me as a Finale. Yeah. Last episode. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like, Torchwood is about emotion and character depth, and a finale, for me, should bring should bring emotional character roundedness, whereas they they try and do a big stakes thing. Yeah, it's annoying. And I don't it's like annoying. it. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Billis isn't... He just really lets down this episode. I also think the actor isn't that great, sorry. Like, yeah. He's not very strong. costume is bad. His costume is weird. Like, yeah. what is that? that handkerchief? Like, stop. I do think, though, having all of the members of Torture questioning Jack and going against mm. him was really interesting. Oh, yeah. When, when Owen's like, we're relieving you of your orders, Captain. You know, who even are you? What do you do? And I like that Owen was kind of... I really like Bern Gorman's acting in this, actually. I think it was really good. Yeah. And then you kind of... I don't like everyone, the glimpse of everyone that they saw that they loved. Like, Tosh's mum was cool when she saw her mum in the hospital. Yeah. And she was, like, you know, in her language saying, that you know, open the rift. And then Lisa was a bit... Yeah. And then Diane was... No. Lisa, especially because, like, she... 
Tori Padmore sort of didn't recognise her outside of the... The costume. The armor. I yeah. did. I just thought her hair was a bit... Yeah. Also, why would you dress her like that? Doing this is some justice. Come on, she, the, the girl's been through enough. Seriously. <laughs> um, I think they just had, like, Tosh's mum and other bits. I don't know. I get yeah. why they did it, but also, like... Yeah. I don't know. The Diane, like, as much as I don't like Diane, that one was still better than... Lisa's one. Yeah. And he's like, Lisa. Oh my God. That's very bad. Um, I do think Gwen, the whole thing with Reese, I know you don't like Reese. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with Reese, Eve Miles killed it. She, she was insane in this episode. She was insane. She stole this episode for me. I always reference this. When, you know when like, you play games with like your fellow film friends or just friends in general and you go, what's some of the best bit of acting you've seen? I genuinely always talk about when Eve, um, Eve Miles or Gwen sees Reese dead and she's like losing her shit, right? But it's not even just that. It's the after bit when she's holding his hand and, they're clean, she, and then Jack's like cleaning her hand for her mm. and she's like just staring at Reese, And then like Yanto's like, we, we'll we'll tell Reese's parents. She's like, no, you won't. Mm. You're not going to do that. And then Tosh is like, I'm really sorry for your loss. And then Gwen looks at her and she kind of starts laughing because she's just gone in shock. And yeah. she goes, you didn't even know him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then she's like, well, but um, you, you, you can you can fix this, can't you? And Jack's like, you know, no, we can't. And she's like, well, you know, we can use the glove. And he's like, no, we can't. And then she's like, well, then we can change time. We can go back to the moment, the very moment it happens. And Jack's like, no, we can't. And then she's like, then what's the fucking point of you? What's mm. the point? And you're like, oh, that hit deep. Yeah. Just that whole bit of acting, just Eve, clap, 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 10 out of 10, A star, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular. Love it. Shame Reese wasn't really good. Shut up. I love Reese. Leave him alone. <laughs> I love Reese. But I do think the whole thing of like Billis killing him, like what? Yeah, just nothing. Like, what was the point? I think the whole point of it is like, I mean, again, another thing I like this episode is it all the things in, in time falling through. Mm-hmm. So the Black Plague, the Black Plague, the Black Death coming back, that was really scary, actually. Yeah. Um, the Roman soldier was funny in the police cell, that's funny. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the main problem is, you tell me if you agree, is the fact that. The whole point of the whole Billis thing is he wants to bring through Abaddon. Yeah. Through the rift. Yeah. That's why he wants the rift open. But why do we care? Tell me. Yeah, I mean, like, what's... Yeah. Yes, the rift should have been that to do with the finale, because that's the whole point. The rift is why Torchwood is there, and they're trying to monitor the rift, and all of that. And that's how it links to Doctor Who as well. I think they could have just done something more interesting with it. Like, there's something wrong with the rift. There's things opening around Cardiff. Yeah things are falling through like the black death everything like that is actually going to affect the outcome you could have just had that instead of the whole Abaddon thing but yeah. they needed to sacrifice Jack in a way but they could have found another way oh dear like that whole scene when Abaddon comes through again the effect whoa yeah not great mm. um but then you know Jack sacrifices himself and he does that stupid thing when he's on his knees like ah and it's like sucking the life out of him I'm like oh Jack, John I hope they paid you well for that episode, babe, because that's embarrassing. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, not a fan. Not a fan. No. And then obviously you think he's actually dead. 
But he's not. And then Gwen waits like three days on, but she doesn't change her clothes and she looks the same. I just think that's silly. Yeah. I think what they could have done was, yeah, they, he's dead, whatever. And Gwen's there on the first day waiting and then she comes back again to work and she's wearing something different. And I guess she's like just not sleeping and waiting. If you were going to do that, you should have just made her look a bit dishevelled and a bit weird. Yeah. She can't, she, she didn't, for three days, she didn't just stand there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I hate the kiss. Yeah. And she kisses him and then he's like, thank you. And then she turns around. I get it. It's kind of funny. Like, she's like, oh, you you didn't. You didn't. Because obviously you'll find out he's immortal after that because, you know, he... I, I like the, the way they find out that, he's yeah. immortal. I yeah. think that's cool. Um, yeah, and then obviously he comes back. I think that's really lovely, the little reunion they all have. That's quite sweet. Yeah. Because obviously when they all turn against Jack, that's quite insane, isn't it? For me, do you know what, what really hit is when Tosh turned? Because mm. Jack kind of looks at Tosh and he's like, not you. And she yeah. kind of just looks at him and goes, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I'm not with you on this one. I just think the acting from everyone was really good in this episode. I agree. <laughs> <Good. I'm laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, everyone, everyone is doing... The most. The most. Yeah, and they're doing really it. solid work. Um, but then obviously, yeah, so anyway, Jack comes back, he's alive. Mm-hmm. And so obviously it takes Jack a while to resurrect if he's yeah. really gone through it, which you will see more of later in the show. Oh my God, does he go through it? Mm-hmm. Um... You get that. I, I do really like the kiss between Yanto and Jack because the Yanto and Jack thing begins in this series. It's mm. there, you know. Actually, I forgot to say about they keep killing Susie. I, re- I can't believe I forgot to mention this. You know, when he's like, I've still got that stopwatch. And he's like, okay, I'll see you in like 10 minutes when I yeah. send everyone home. And then they talk about the glove and he goes, you know what they say about gloves? They always come in pairs. Oh, yes! So good. <laughs> Sorry, I need to mention that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Yanto and Jack have a little kiss, which is really sweet. Um, and then Owen just breaks down and hugs Jack and is like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I forgive you. But again, more like a god, they were like, I forgive you. Yeah. Very series three, doctor and master. Yeah. You know, no, no, don't say it. I forgive you. Oh, chills. Um, yeah, and then, yeah... Tosh just running up to Jack. Oh, it's lovely. It's just the whole reunion thing is lovely. Yeah. And then you get the moment. The moment. When, you know, Gwen's having a little chat with him being like, what would have made you open the rift? And he's like, a, a certain doctor would have, if the doctor would have spoken to me, you know. Yeah. And then what do you get? I can't do as hard as it sounds. It's quite a hard sound to do. It's really hard. But I know what you mean. So the, the wheezing, groaning. The TARDIS is there. The TARDIS is there. And it leads beautifully into series three. And there's, I don't know if this episode actually came out after that. I don't think it would have. No, I think I they think... scheduled it to be like... Yeah. Right before that episode came out, which is quite clever. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I looked and I think it did. We'll have a look yeah. and, well, at some point. Um, but yeah, and then, you know... He's gone, and Gwen's like, yeah, Jack's gone. He's not here. Something's taken him. And the hand. And the hand. Handy's bare hand. Handy's bare hand. Oh, my God. It's good. So good. So, that's Torchwood. That was Torchwood. Series one. 
Now, let's get into the nit. Let's get into the nit and the grit. Let's. Favourite episode. Favourite episode. Out of time. No surprise. Favourite episode. For me. Countryside. Obviously. Easy. Okay. Least favourite episode. My least favourite episode is day one. Your least favourite episode is day one. Okay. Uh, is that yours? No. Oh. Mine's combat. Really? Yeah. Just nothing. The sperm bank did it for you, didn't it? No, like, uh, like there are there probably technically worse episodes, but combat just gives me literally nothing. It's giving nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, nothing extraordinary for me to hate. Just bad. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Um, okay, so that's my least favourite episode. That's your least favourite episode. Mm-hmm. Favourite character? Sure, you want me to go first? I really do. Nearly three hours of recording, can you believe? <laughs> um... I think you are. I think you are. I don't know. I think you are going to be surprised. I think because I ended up liking everybody. Yeah. In great. the end. Great. Um, and it's really hard to pick a favourite. I think. I think it was Jack. Really. I think that's really shocked me. Actually, I think my tethering to him as a character from Doctor Who, uh, the anger and like delivering some really beautiful things of nuance. Yeah. And everything, there's so much rich depth to explore with his immortality yeah. that they do in this series more so than they do in Doctor Who, I think just always leaves me going Based back to him as a character. Like, I think I was like, I felt like I knew Jack very well. Yeah. And but then. There's still so, so much, much there. And I think that just kind of did it for me. Like, I liked everybody. I mean, like, it could have been Gwen, it could have been Tosh. Yeah. Like, points could have been Owen. Yeah. But. It's Jack. It's Jack. Yeah. I mean, I would ask you, but I mean... It's kind of obvious. It's, it's so obvious. Or maybe it isn't. Yeah. Because I did quite a lot about Tosh this, ep- this uh, episode of the podcast. True, but I know you... She's close, so, she was close. I know you so well, though. Yeah, Gwen. Always. I love Gwen. Yeah. She's my problematic phase as well, because she does some stupid things, but I love her. But she's great. She's, I love Gwen. Yeah. Gwen, Cooper, all day long. Absolutely. Least favourite character? <laughs> Um, it doesn't have to be. This also doesn't have to be from the main cast, but we're talking about like anyone. Which is which is why because I, cha- I changed it because I could have I could have had one from the, like. Yeah. Okay, least favorite from the main cast. Okay, and then tell me. Like, least favorite from the main cast is just I feel bad. It's Yanto just because yeah. he doesn't do anything this he's, season. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Moany. Whiny. I have to say the same. Yeah. Like, I love. I mean, I love Yanto. I've been to Yanto's shrine many times. Yeah. I prefer him later on, not in this series. Yeah, it's just a bit dull here. Dull as dishwater, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Not from the main cast, though. It's it's the, it's the one of the bad episodes. It's the it's the fairies episode. Ah, it's that girl's stepdad. Yeah, what's so dickhead. horrible? What's so horrible? Head, time. Yeah, I know that she's a bit weird, but like, oh, come on, you know, as soon as they get out of the house, well, mom... no wonder your dad left. Yeah, um... like as soon as they get out of the house, the mom's not there. He's like, you're such a Brat, I hate yeah. you. It's like, what the f- no, That's a child. Shit, yeah. Dude. Yeah. The barbecue, everything, the way he talks to her, horrible, horrible. Horrible, man. Yeah. Get in the bin. For me, it's the guy in combat, the Andrew Tate guy. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like him. He gets on my nerves, he's like, oh, yeah. The actor's really good, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I like that actor's in some things. Other things, but, like, but yeah, no, the character I hate. So now it's the moment. The moment. That's been, the moment has been prepared for. It actually has. I have a list. Um Is it? We're going to do our ranking. We're going to go from worst to best like we did in the last party of the Ways episode. Oh, yeah. In 13th place. So we're going to go from worst to best. 13th place for me is day one. Combat. Combat, okay. 
12th place, Cyberwoman. Day one. 11th place. It's 11th place, isn't it? Yeah. 11th place, Combat. Ah. Small Worlds. Ah, okay. 10th place, Small Worlds. <laughs> Cyberwoman. Ah, there we go. <laughs> um, ninth place, Random Shoes. I'm so sorry. Countryside. No! <laughs> Betrayal. Eighth place. End of days. They keep killing Susie. Ah. Uh, oh, you're shocked. You're breaking my heart, man. Sorry. No. Seventh place. I think I'm doing this in the right order. If I'm doing it, uh, like the number's wrong, whatever. Seventh place. Everything changes. End of days. Okay. Sixth place. Out of time. Captain Jack Harkness. Fair. Okay. Fifth place. Greeks bearing gifts. Random shoes. Okay. Rogue. Rogue. Okay. Fourth place. Here we go. It's crunch time. Fourth place. Crunch time. Ghost machine. Ghost machine. Hey. Hey. Okay. Third place. Here we go. Captain Jack Harkness. Everything changes. Fair, fair. Ooh! Second place. They keep killing Susie. Greeks bearing gifts. Oh, okay. And first place, countryside. Out of time. Wow, that was... we Except for Ghost Machine, very mixed bag. Yeah, which is good. It's good. So, should I, should I run mine down and then do yours? Yeah. So, um, it goes for me, so worst to best... Day one, Cyberwoman, Combat, Small Worlds, Random Shoes, End of Days, Everything Changes, Out of Time, Greeks Bearing Gifts, Ghost Machine, Captain Jack Harkness, They Keep Killing Susie, Countryside. And for me, it goes Combat, Day One, Small Worlds, Cyberwoman, Countryside, They Keep Killing Susie, End of Days, Captain Jack Harkness, Random Shoes, Ghost Machine, Everything changes, groups bearing gifts, and then out of time. Mm. Some of the chats we've had, I would I would change some of them. Would you? Not enough, not enough to want to on the fly. Yeah. But there's a couple where I've gone, maybe I'd shift those around slightly. Yeah. But I felt like I betrayed my ranking. Yeah. Originally. That that was gut instinct yeah. on the way so here today. So I would today. leave it as that. Yeah. yeah. But So that's it. that's fun. That is really fun. So that's Torture Series 1 then? So what would you rate Series 1, then? Out of out of five, as we always do. Out of five, as always. I... Three and a half. Agreed. I'm so glad we agreed on that. I was teetering on four. I was. Because it's really good. But there's some really bad episodes. But yeah. Like, there's like some shit in there. If I... That's the thing. I'm thinking, I'm thinking four when I'm thinking about the good times. If, but if I had to go back and watch this in order, which I don't necessarily... Which like, I have many times. Which, I, yeah, I, I probably will at some point. I know that there is schlock to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what it is. So, 3.5. Same for me. As well. Oh, yeah. Pair, there you go. Yeah, we agree on... We love, we love agreeing. We agree on the placement of one episode and the ranking, and the ranking. of the series. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Blimey. 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 I'll do it all again at some point. Probably after series two. Yeah. I... Um, I'm here to announce that next episode it's it's Christmas time, baby. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Right 
in your ears. Uh, series two, baby. Series two. Of Doctor Who. Full of hot takes. The hottest takes. No, no, no. We're going to have some hot oh, takes. Honestly, I, I'm going to... Starting from starting from the Christmas invasion, I have a really, really hot take that's probably going to annoy people. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to get into it. Yeah. So... You, you can... Get in contact with the show. If you have comments, questions, queries, you can email us at comealongpondpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media. Also get in touch with us there. We're on Instagram at comealongpondpodcast. We are on Twitter at comealongponddw. You can watch the show on YouTube. Just search for comealongpondpodcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get decent podcasts. Links, everything we talked about, going to be in the show notes. I think that's everything. I think that's everything, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for listening, guys. But yeah, so this is our first recorded episode together, which is fun. Do apologise about the car sounds if you did hear them. We can't help that. I don't have a podcast-proof house. I apologise. There's no podcast-proof house. Grits, grunts, yawns. We're in person. We're on the floor. It is what it is. a new recording experience for us. Yeah. But it's been great. It's been so great been lovely speaking to you. So lovely speaking to you. Seeing you. And seeing you in person. Yeah. I feel like I'm reaching. It's like... It's the end it's of Doomsday. It's giving Doomsday. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Incidentally, thank you so much for listening to all of you at home. Yes. Uh, and do you want to give me air from our lungs? Yeah, go on then. Go on then. Yeah. Why not? We give you air from our lungs. <sighs> Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.